0: Inside Florida Racing, is that what we're doing, Rob?
1: Inside Florida Racing, you got Thank it on the uh, Real Racing Network.
0: Good evening, everyone. I'm CC Brooks.
1: Real Racing USA. Uh, you know, got the stickers out there on a couple more cars.
0: Yeah. It's nice. Yeah, yeah it's this nice is uh, to see uh, it's Rob Elting, by the way. Uh, Bonehead. Bonehead, yes.
2: What's your name? Uh, Bonehead. My name's Dead Tired. Dead Tired. <laughs> First name, Dead. Second name, Tired. Related to Dead Fred? Dead Fred, yes. yeah. Dead Fred said. Uh,
1: anyways, uh yeah, we got uh, some more stickers put out this week. Uh me and CC were uh we uh, met up there at uh, uh Charlotte County Motorsports Park for uh I'd say it was a great race. I had a good time there, you know, a super, super late models, models yeah. 100 laps and it, the race went on. They had a lot of green flag, uh, not a whole lot of caution and uh not a whole lot of issues. Nobody bullying anybody around, you know. It was just uh it was a good race that Scott Walters got in front and never relinquished the lead. Yeah,
0: it was a great race, and I want to thank uh, everybody out there at CCMP for uh, letting me climb up into the flag stand and doing the green and checker Saturday night and She's being up there. It a was great
1: spectacle of herself up there. I had
0: so much fun. I you love know, doing that.
1: She does. She. We were just talking about it. You know, me and Jack were like, "Why are you up there?" Because you know. It takes a certain type person to lo- to love that, you know, uh, a person that loves to get dirty. For one, you got really dirty, <laughs> didn't
0: you? Uh, yeah, I w- When when I got home, I yeah. saw that there was like uh, yeah, there was a cover. That's a dirty a cover job. Cover of dirt. Yeah.
1: Remember what the dirt track guys look like when they get done.
0: I know at East Bay. Remember <laughs> that night up at East Bay? Yes. Uh,
1: but anyways, uh, no, uh, Cece, uh, she was up there for the whole hundred laps, and uh, I think she learned a little bit, and that is. That the flagman uh, probably shouldn't be solely responsible for everything that goes on because it's hard to see everything, isn't it?
0: Yes, it is. As a matter of fact, I tried to, uh, when I was out there, help him out and, uh, you know, get, grab his attention on things. And thanks so much for Greg. He is just so great letting me come up there and hang out there with him, and I have a good time up there.
1: So did you learn anything? Yeah.
0: Yeah. The
2: microphone's not on over she, there. She learned it
0: I learned that I like being up in the flag stand for a super too late much model for race one to better than being up there in the sprint simply for the fact that the, sprint, the fumes that come off the sprint cars burn my eyes. And it doesn't happen with the super light models.
1: And and the super light models just seem to be a lot lower to the ground. But when they go by, you know it.
0: (laughs) Yes. Yeah, I had to put my media pass tucked in my shirt so it wouldn't just fly away and keep whacking me in the face. But it was a great time. And also the Road Warrior race uh, Saturday night, the tribute to Dan Benoit, that was a great race, too.
1: I liked all the donuts and tire burning that out. Cody, Cody was did. Doing, yeah.
0: yeah, and Cody did a great job in the legend race.
1: Tell me what happened. I had to, uh, you know, son only puts up with uh, late model racing. Oh, and, he was uh, so cute Saturday
0: night. By the time night. he's
1: done there, uh, we were ready to go. Um, I didn't get to see the uh, truck race uh, or uh, yeah, the truck race. What else? What happened? What um.
0: Missed? Okay. Well, this it was. It was very traumatic for me because Randy Kyle is my friend. But as they were coming down, uh, going for checkered, uh, Richard DuPont put him in the front stretch wall and totaled his truck.
2: Put him in. Now, you're putting that as if. That was causatory. I bet you Randy would say it a lot different than all that.
0: No, 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 Randy. I, I think He'd, would tell you that he felt that he was purposely put into the wall. That's also. what I'm saying. He'd yeah. say it this a little bit different. No, I'm He'd doing a, it politely. There's some pictures yeah. that uh, Bob
2: uh, Bob Culbertson put on the uh, Real Racing USA Florida the the Carnac message board there yeah. on on the Real Racing USA forums. There's some pictures that show those crashes. And my goodness.
1: So they have yeah. it filmed. It was filmed. Yeah. Was it was it malicious, purposely? What happened?
0: Uh, we all think so. Who crashed him? Richard DuPont. Oh,
2: yeah, but aren't you biased?
0: Of course.
1: Richard DuPont. I admit it, yes. Which, which truck is that? Uh,
0: the, I think he, uh, the Mopar, the, the 43 or something like that. The Did they have red, a fight? Blue, it came close. It came close. The, the The sheriff's deputy was there trying to cool things down. We were yelling at Randy, it's not worth it. There's no sense, you know, going to jail, you know, over this. And
2: As I said before, <laughs> off the air. Yeah. Race car drivers are a competitive lot.
0: Yes, they are.
2: And I'm telling you that if two race car drivers went into the urinal in the men's room, they would end up having a pissing contest.
0: I agree with you. I, I think. I wish
2: I had the car
1: crash sound.
0: I, I, I think you're right, but um, it was very, very intense and very scary, and, and it really started turning into a mob scene, and there were nasty things um, being yelled out by uh, Kyle's supporters to DuPont, and um, he basically stayed with his helmet on and and, and with his vehicle a, as far away from uh, the Kyle supporters and Randy Kyle as possible for his safety, basically.
1: It's always a bad thing when you get your car crashed, and uh, when it's done purpose and maliciously, and you know it; it's even a worse thing. And
0: uh, He did end up getting DQ'd.
1: And that's all fine and dandy, but Randy's got to go build a new truck. And when you think about trying to build these things, you know, it shouldn't have to come to that, but it's unfortunate mm-hmm. that these guys don't get along. And it makes for, uh, you know, I, it, it's unfortunate, too. The fans love it, some of them. You know, uh, the fighting, I guess, and the yelling and screaming is not really uh, too much tolerated these days, but... Um, Leroy would tell you it's all in a good night's racing. Well, well.
0: <laughs> so that's the excitement that you miss after you left. and um,
1: Well, I'm glad I wouldn't have gotten involved in any of it. I'm, I've learned to just mellow out and just watch everything that goes on there and take it in stride till it's me.
2: Well, I don't know what y'all, <laughs> I, I don't really know what y'all got coming up tonight. But tomorrow night on Real Racing USA Live, it is the Dave and Lenny Show.
0: Ah, Dave Steele.
2: Dave Steele and Lenny Puglio are going to be on for an extended uh, interview um, with uh, talking, of course, about the TBRA and all kinds of other things, Sprint Car. That's just for starters. We'll probably also revisit Motor Wars Part 1.
1: Motor Wars, that's right. I was a part of Motor Wars the other night uh, on the uh, Real Racing USA show on Tuesday nights.
2: Hold that thought. Just another program note. Hold that thought. Yeah. Just a few program notes here. Wednesday night on the O'Reilly ASA Fast Lane Show, Randy LaJoy is going to join uh, myself and Terry Wall to talk about uh, late model short track racing, along with Ron Varney, who's the president of the ASA Late Model Series. And in April, at the beginning of April, when we announced the winner, March winner of the Pandora Driver of the Month,
3: mm-hmm.
2: we have a very, very special announcement to make. And it ain't going to be no April Fool's joke either.
0: Ooh, now, are you are you going to keep really? us two here in the dark? Oh, you know. Oh, okay. Okay, now I know what you're talking about. Okay.
2: Yeah, you know. Yeah. It's big. It's very big. And uh, I'll tell you what. Really? I can't wait.
1: I'm excited.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but we do have a great show tonight. What was she
2: talking about before we we told her not to talk till we got on the air? Do you Pro- remember? Was that about, about the, the... I
0: was going st- to tell was gonna him gonna about tell me Randy. About tr-
2: oh, she was ready to chomp we've it learned, at the bit for that. we
1: learned just to talk about... Everything else. Uh, I, I did want to give a call out to. Uh,
2: are we going to have one of our regular hold boring? that thought about the motor wars? But um, are we going to have our regular boring show tonight, or who the hell do we have on?
1: Oh no. my
0: goodness,
2: we, we got did, a bunch of people.
1: We have
0: on. a packed show. Dakota really? Stevens,
1: Dakota Stevens, age sixteen. That's right, race car driver.
2: Sprint car driver.
1: Sprint car yes. driver.
2: Sprint car driver. Yes. And then we
0: got the supermodel driver. You Super like that information? That
2: was very very. Uh,
1: <laughs> we have Scott Walters, driver of the number fifty-five.
0: Who stole uh, the model. show Saturday night.
1: Yes, he, he won very handily. Uh, Kevin Macy.
0: Was Kevin there.
2: Macy. Now, now we're not going to be able to have Kevin on until very late. It's fine,
1: but when you bring up Motor Wars and Kevin Macy, I wanted to bring up the fact of the Motor Wars the other night on Tuesday night show and talk to Wayne Anderson and uh, Patrick Williams and Mr. Calabrese there. uh at ccmp the other night just i I went up uh, and
0: met wayne anderson saturday night
1: you know i wanted to see what what he's had to say about our conversation that we had on the show the other day and uh we talked a little bit uh we had a good time but in talking about motor wars i didn't get a chance to talk to wayne after the race and what he thought about i mean he's getting beat by the spec motor. he got handily beat the other night, the whole race, mm-hmm. by a crate motor. And uh, I'll have to say that I've been watching the late model races now since my car, has been, my motor was broke, you know, so I've been able to do a lot of watching. I've been watching that 19 car run, okay? The 19 car runs very good. Um, Saturday night, Wayne had nothing for him. Okay. Mhm. When I say nothing for him, that means Wayne really didn't even beat beat on the back bumper because he really couldn't. Um it says a lot for the crate. I mean, I'm a crate motor advocate for sure. Um but I've got a few questions about that, you yeah. know, and uh I think that uh, along with the spec motor, um We need to... uh, The spec motor, the big thing is they're talking about the chip on the spec motor, Mm -hmm. so it only turns a certain amount of RPM. I believe that that's true also with these uh, crate motors. But uh, uh, we're going to talk to Kevin Macy a little bit about the crate motor tonight, what he knows about it. And uh, I kicked around some things, you know, in thinking about crate motors and because people talk about them being unfair and people cheat them up or whatever and doing maybe... uh, This is coming out from Bonehead now. (laughs) doing a a claimer deal with maybe uh, these uh, crate motors that if a guy was running one and you had a brand new crate motor of what he had or $5,000 basically you could put up to buy his motor that's in his car Um, because basically that's what a new one would cost him so that's something to think about because we're trying to even all this stuff up that's really what it's coming to we're trying to make all the cars even and I think at Bobby's track and the small tracks, it doesn't mm-hmm. matter what you run. Like, to me, it doesn't matter. I mean, uh, I, I like to see that the crate motors doing so well. And if that's really how they're all run, just like what Macy's was, uh, I don't see why at most racetracks, and people say Lakeland. I think that Lakeland's a big racetrack, but I still think that um, it's the surface is getting older, and it's becoming more of a handling racetrack by the end of the long races. So... Um, I think we're going to see more and more with the crate motors. And if you want to make something that's more affordable, the crate motors, the crate motors really seem to be the way to go if they're really going to run good and run strong. And uh, like I said, Macy's car, the 19, that car runs good. I believe uh, Wayne Morris has got one in his car too, and he runs really good, whether they're at Auburndale or whether they're there. Uh, Maybe I can get them to start traveling. I'd like to see Kevin Macy take that car around. To some other racetracks and see how it really runs And that's what I'm going to talk to him about tonight cool. He's going to be on the show tonight um, Just so you know We're just not purposely having the first and third place guy At Charlotte County Motorsports Park On here for any reason uh, There's a ultimate, uh, an ulterior motive To having Kevin on tonight Okay. Uh, there's a method
0: to our madness Sometimes <laughs> We have Buzzy Rudiman on
1: Buzzy Rudiman
0: Yeah
1: Very Nice I don't think I've ever got to interview Buzzy before.
0: Well, tonight is your big night. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. We have um, AJ Corelli. AJ Corelli and. Uh, no, do what? He won the, the Sundown
1: Super Lake Model
0: or the uh, Goodyear Challenge Late
2: Model 100 at the
1: New Smyrna Speedway. The winner of the Goodyear Challenge uh, at New Smyrna Speedway. Okay Very
0: nice And then we have uh, From Bronson uh, David Foster Sports stock driver
1: Don't forget Scotty Crockett
0: Nope Can't forget him
1: Now Scotty Crockett He's the late model driver That's been Racing Cup. now For a long time And now he's doing uh, The Hooters Pro Cup um,
0: And then we're going to try I To have I knew Scotty his, uh, before he raced And we're going to try to have What? <laughs> his his crew chief on with us Right?
1: Scotty. I Just want Scotty? him Okay I don't want his crew chief I want to talk to Scotty Okay Talk to Scotty. He's he's a character. His daddy's a character too. It's always characters at late model racers. Man, let me tell you what. Say what you will about asphalt late models. Each one of them, each one of us, are a character in our own right. Well, that's (laughs) true. Eccentric, very eccentric people, and uh, people think that we're all unfriendly, and really we're not. Every one of these late model drivers, you go to the racetrack and you go up in the pits, go up to any one of them and talk to them. Mm-hmm. You know, they're all just regular guys and they're all struggling to be the fastest guy out there that day. So,
0: Well, I think it's the same way with the uh, dirt late model drivers also.
1: Yeah, well, we're not talking about dirt. We're talking about <laughs> asphalt right now. You guys always make it get dirty. Always got to get dirty.
0: Well, I, what Always can I say? I am dirty. getting excited and looking forward to uh, going up to East Bay on April 5th, so I've got some dirt on my brain, I guess.
1: April 5th. April 5th. Now, uh, we'll be live there. Is that true? There will we'll be we're live be streaming a the race.
0: yeah? We'll be streaming the race for the United Dirt Late Model Challenge Series. Uh,
1: well, that'll be nice. Uh, maybe.
0: Uh, yes.
1: What were you saying about video or something on there? Didn't you say something about Huh, at East
0: Bay. At East Bay, maybe There'll be, be running uh, audio and video. Imagine that. So that'll be exciting. It's gonna be a great race. I mean, Roger Krause will be there. Sean Smith. Um,
1: go ahead. Keep naming. Show. If you're gonna start, you gotta just go on with it.
0: Oh, what I can remember, probably what. Uh, uh, you uh, should be able to Michael remember Sherry, the. Justin can you re- Joquette, can you remember the steering Justin wheel Joquette. thrower? Oh, uh, that's Rich. Rich. Rich Pratt. Yeah. Rich Pratt. Yeah. Be. <laughs> he wasn't at the last one because he's probably still working on his car. But oh, he should be up steer- in his it takes
1: a while to get a steering wheel. He broke his steering wheel.
0: <laughs> he broke more than that steering wheel. but um, Well, so folks, uh, I race. hope that you
1: got to go out to your favorite racetrack and uh, there was a lot of racing that went on. If you uh, just read through Carnak uh, and uh, Florida Stock Car Racing there, you can see uh, what happened and what and, uh, in your area. Uh, we encourage you folks, I'm telling you, if you'd like to hear something different, you want to hear us talk about your favorite driver, your favorite racetrack, you need to let us know. That's right. And how do you do that? Well,
0: right from the website, there's contact information that you can get a hold of us.
1: I would imagine that you could send it to about anything at Carnac.com and uh, it would get to, to Jack.
0: Actually, they could uh, send it to Carnac at Comcast.net. That's a an email address they can email to, and uh, we'll get the information. And there's also contact uh, information for phone numbers they can call.
1: All right. Well, let's get to the phone lines. We've got uh, Dakota Stevens on. Uh, 16-year-old sprint car racer. Uh, Dakota, you there? Yep, I'm here. Well, talk to us, son. What's it like to be a 16-year-old sprint car racer?
4: Oh, uh, it's it's great. It's uh sort of living the life. It's a lot of hard work, but. You know, it, it has its highs and lows, and it's fun, and it's just great to uh, great to race a lot.
0: Hey Dakota, this is CC.
4: When did you start
0: driving, and what was your first class that you were involved in?
4: Hell, <laughs> oh, that's a lot of history right there. I I started racing when I was six years old, racing go kart. Well, well, actually, before that, I was I uh flipped a, a a champ kart at my friend's house, and uh, that's when I was about five. And then after that, I started racing go-karts. And then uh, when I was about 13, I started running with uh, asphalt sprint cars and then went on the East Bay and just all over, everywhere.
0: So now are you sticking to um, asphalt or dirt?
4: Well, mostly we're running asphalt this year, anywhere and everywhere, Mm -hmm. anything. And then uh, we'll hit some dirt shows. Like uh, Friday, we're running Ocala with the modified.
0: Oh, that's a nice track.
4: Yeah, I, well, I've never been there.
0: Oh, you're going <laughs> to like it.
4: You're going there on a modified, you said? Yep, next uh, Friday and then Saturday we're going to DeSoto and race.
1: So, uh, what other classes do you run besides modified and sprint cars?
4: Uh, well, that's about it. We've ran, I've ran a late model before, and uh, that's about it. Asphalt sprint cars, limited sprints at East Bay we ran, and then the modified, and then nationals last, uh, last month, and that's uh, about it.
1: How'd you do in the Nationals?
4: Uh, Thursday night we had some problems. We got the problems fixed and made the race on Friday night in the Modified. And then uh, Saturday night we worked all the way from the back and came about two spots short of making a race. It was a hard-fought B-Main to make it in. From uh, winning the C-Main that night, coming all the way up, coming about two cars short of making a race.
1: Yeah, man, it really race. feels really feels good to make it in those races, and it uh, really feels bad when you miss it like that. I'm sure.
4: Yeah, it is. I mean, Friday night we were still ecstatic when we won when we won the heat race, and uh, we were, had a good starting position, ran up front all night. It was pretty good. How'd you finish that? Uh, well, I had a problem. I was running about sixth place in the feature, and uh, my left rear brake clamp broke on it and it, it uh, destroyed the j-bars so i started falling to the back it, it it didn't end pretty good
1: right well uh w- w- what are your um, aspirations i mean uh you're 16 years old you've done a lot of racing there uh you're gonna have to pick one probably or two you know at least two and narrow it down to them uh, uh what do you think uh the future of dakota stevens is
4: well this year we've gotten into a wingless asphalt so Hopefully, we're planning on taking that to USAC. I'd love to go run USAC asphalt sprints and everything. It'd be a lot of fun to go run out USAC, uh, run every week on dirt and asphalt. That's what, well, basically what we do now, but that's just a full-time thing, and I'd love to run uh, USAC.
1: So you'd like to run an open-wheel car like an IndyCar, Champ car, something like that one day?
4: Well, I could run that, or I would go to NASCAR. Mostly, I'd just be happy with USAC. I'd love to go to USAC, and then from there... That's what, whatever feature holds
1: that's really good you know and that's a uh, smart aspirations because uh, you know you never know if you're going to make it to those but USAC uh would be a great thing for you to race quite a bit in and probably get a, a lot of experience and uh, you know after you race those USAC cars and these sprint cars uh, getting in NASCAR I think that'd be like getting in a sled for you
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah well it's well it's on bigger tracks but it, it slows things down a bit and uh well, you know, they ran Bristol last weekend, and they they we run faster at New Smyrna in a Sprint car than they do around Bristol. So, I mean, it's it's crazy.
1: Yeah, well, super late models could probably get around Bristol faster than those guys do, man. I tell you, they, uh, they, uh, yeah, it'd be a sled for you. I, I think, uh, when you think about the cars that you've been running, man, you've been getting around quick and, uh, I think it's good, man. There needs to be guys that want to just stay, you know, in, in the open wheel racing. So it makes good open wheel racing every time that, uh, you know, there, there's a race instead of guys trying to get out of it just to run a slower car. I think.
4: Yeah, well, you know, they're, they're starting up with the money, and the, and the money controls mo- a lot of racing now. But I mean, there's still people out there who who love racing and stuff. And I, I just, all I want to do is is I want to like go places, and I, I want to be. Somewhere, and whatever I do is I want to be a guy who can win and know that I can win and people know. And just wherever it takes me, it, it really doesn't matter.
0: Well, um, Dakota, what sponsorship do you have now?
4: Uh, well, right now we have a couple sponsors. We have uh, Better Leather Auto Trim, which is uh, my uh, modified car owner. And uh, he, uh, he's, he, uh, it's a buzzy built car you know buzzy ruderman Mm -hmm. oh yeah Uh, he uh built that car and uh tom uh bought that car from him and we and i drive it for him and we've been a pretty good partnership right now and then uh sticks pest control who runs a dirt series down south in florida right now and uh he's just starting up he's going to get some things working and then uh bernie at blp commercial mowing is also helping us along and everything
1: now are you and buzzy uh, you say buzzy helps you out you're friends with him
4: uh, we're, we're buddies with him, like, he doesn't help us out, he said he never liked the car, but we've won races with it and everything, and he, uh, we, he sold it to us a couple years ago, and we've been buddies ever since.
1: Well, good, man, because he's a guy to know, because, uh, <laughs> he might, all he's got to do is mention your name to somebody, and that could send you on a different route of your life.
4: Yeah, well, uh, Buzzy won, uh, one of the first races at these Bay this year, uh, first race out, I think, that was a good deal, I heard about that.
1: Yeah, uh, Buzzy, he's uh, a lot of talent there. A lot of talent and a good man to know. We'll have him on the show a little bit later tonight. I'm going to ask him about you. <laughs> I'll right. see what he's got to say about Dakota Stevens.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
1: see, you have to listen. Make sure you listen so you can see what Buzzy says.
4: Oh, yeah. Well, it's St. Patrick's Day. I'll be listening. Don't worry. <laughs> you got green on? Oh, yeah. I got two necklaces. I'm covered in green today.
1: <laughs> so where are you from, Dakota? Where do you live at?
4: Uh, Brandon, Florida. It's uh, right next to Tampa. It's uh about 15 miles from East Bay Raceway. It's, All right. It's a good location. It's in the center of the state and everything. And we can go down south and race, or up north and race, or anything.
1: Well, that's good. Um, what do you think? Uh, now, what's your schedule of racing? Where, where are you gonna be at? Where are you gonna be at? You know, uh, next week, next month? What's going on?
4: Uh, well, I gotta look at my schedule, but uh, mostly we're probably gonna be running uh. Central Florida Wingless Series. It's uh, wingless asphalt with 360s and then uh, tbra also. We're hoping to do good in there. And then we'll run the modified hit and miss everywhere. And then we also have a 360 sprint car on dirt that we might run some ASCS, USDS anytime it comes close or just uh, whenever we'll hit and miss this year, we'll see what it all happens and everything.
1: Well, that's great. You know, uh, make sure that you. Uh... Go over there and race at that Ocala Speedway. Support that racetrack as much as you can. Oh, you'll love it.
4: It's a great track. I heard it was wide and ready to be raced on.
0: It's a nice facility. Now, with the TBARA, will you be uh, racing down at DeSoto Super Speedway?
4: Of course. We're getting the car ready as we speak.
0: Very good. All right. Well, you know, this has been great talking with you, Dakota. We wish you uh, much success, and uh, keep in touch with us and uh, let us know how your, uh, your year goes.
4: Absolutely. I'll definitely
0: give you another call
1: sometime. All okay. right, Dakota.
0: Thanks so much, Dakota. Take that's it nice easy. Talking. All right. All right, bye.
1: There you go, uh, Dakota Stevens. Sounds like uh, he's got all kinds of things Sounds racing. Like an
0: up and comer.
1: You know, it's amazing at 16 years old the racing talent that, you know, he's got when he says, oh, well, that's a," it's going to be a long deal when you talk about racing, uh, mm-hmm. you know, uh, experience because he started at six and he's only 16. He's got 10 years of racing experience.
0: Yeah.
1: But, uh,. You know, I just say that uh, I'm glad to hear that he loves uh, the open-wheeled racing because I hate to hear these open-wheeled racing guys that so soon, you know, go racing into late models or some other kind of car when they need to stay in the open-wheeled racing because, like I said, it keeps it exciting. There Mm -hmm. needs to be more David Steele's out there that stay in it. And uh, I think meeting the right person can, uh, you know, maybe send him on his way to an IndyCar or whatever. There again, he knows Buzzy, so could send him to the NASCAR realm. Who knows?
0: Yeah, but you know, are you, were you serious when you said that the superlight models would go faster around the Bristol track than the, the NASCAR guys?
1: I think that they probably would be pretty good. Yeah, I mean, the, the NASCARs might have more horsepower, but they're a lot heavier. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, I I'd, I'd say uh I'm going to ask if this is if this is I think we got Scott Walters. Uh oh. Now I was gonna say we might ask uh, one of our other late model drivers when we get them on what they yeah. think, but definitely uh, NASCAR. I think they're thirty, thirty-four so hundred pounds. So sometimes a lighter car so
0: will uh, will uh, perform better than the a faster, well, the more powerful engine. NASCAR
1: yeah. is heavy, and uh, I think they've got eight, eight or nine hundred horsepower. I think.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, where a late model is twenty-seven hundred pounds and you know, we've been talking about the motors that a super late model has. That's 600 horsepower, let's yeah. say. So, uh, you know, at Bristol, track like Bristol, uh, yeah, I think a late model would go faster. I do. That
0: I'm would be expect- an interesting. I think that it would. That could be like an interesting competition. Level. I think it would.
1: Jack, did you hear that? What's that? Uh, what we're talking about is whether or not a late model, a super late model, would go faster around Bristol than the, than the NASCARs of today. And I... I say yes because of the weight factor and the horsepower.
2: Last year, after they paved the track, the ASA Late Model Series was there to race.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Okay, The Hooters Pro Cup race there. The Trucks raced there. The Bush raced there. The Cup Cars raced there. And we had uh, Jacob Go- Gady on two weeks ago. He still, in the ASA Late Model, holds the record for the fastest time.
1: There you go. That how ASA got got crate motors in them, right?
0: Yeah.
1: Wow. Yeah. Cool. Crate motors in them. So, there you go. There's a,
0: there's an answer. Okay.
1: Well, that sets everything straight. Now, has a super late model ever? No, that wasn't. Was that super late models that went there, Jack? No. Okay. So a super late model would definitely uh, yeah. probably go a little bit faster on that half mile track. But so there you go. It's it's the weight it's the weight to horsepower ratio when you're talking almost a not a thousand pounds but 700 pounds difference. It's yeah, NASCAR's a sled. <laughs> yeah, that's why, you know. But uh, listen, uh, guys that, that that started out racing other cars that end up, that are real nimble cars, like an open wheel car mm-hmm. that would get into the NASCAR well, that like they're what driving. today... like you and today. I were
0: talking about earlier off air, and you were telling me that sometime I should check out, watch a uh, a Formula One race. Oh yeah. Yeah,
1: Formula One racing. I mean, to me. When I watch it, it is the the pinnacle of racing and what aggrav one thing that really aggravates me well it does in one way and it does in another is they took away their those guys are unlimited to what they can do um, and it should be that way in the racing that they're doing, but they took away their traction control but what I think at first, I was aggravated, but I, I, don't, I don't know it seemed to be pretty even the other day, except for the first time ever since i've ever can i've watched them all the time. Ferrari got no constructor points at all that means not one of their motors i think six to eight there's six to eight ferraris at least that oh. were running mm-hmm. in their field i think there's only 22 cars or whatever that starts the race whatever um, and none of them finished none of the ferraris did no so they got no points and usually ferrari it's been a long time since i've watched that ferrari wasn't on the podium meaning there wasn't a guy in red mm-hmm. on the podium or one of the toro rosso guys you know that um, Sebastian Bourdais, uh, the champ car guy, is driving uh, one of those Red Bull cars, and he finished eighth yesterday, which is phenomenal, because I know this Scott Speed guy that they stuck in that car for the last two years. I don't think he ever finished in the top ten, and Sebastian on his first race ever finished eighth. But you mark my words, Sebastian Bourdais will be a champion in Formula One if he stays in it. I really do think he will. Mm-hmm. I think he's a he's a top-notch driver and showed that in his... Champ car racing. But let's stick to Florida racing. Uh, that's what we're here to talk about. Well,
0: exactly. And Talking uh, about Florida
1: racing, and I wish. Waiting
0: for our next guest to join us.
1: I wish one of our guys from Florida was a Formula One racer. That would really be cool. We don't have any, though. We don't well, have any aspir- aspiring people that say, I want to race Formula One because you really better have your
2: stuff together.
0: When mm-hmm. <laughs> um, that's more international racing. Yeah, they than have than one race
1: in the United States of America.
0: Yeah, one race. You know, I,
2: I hate to really bother you guys since you're talking about all that high uh, yeah. stuff. We shouldn't even be talking about really, you yeah. know, like
1: uh, white, white,
2: white collar racing. But uh, David Foster, uh, who won the Super Stocks uh, race up at Bronson Motor Speedway, you know, they're back to racing weekly now.
0: That's beautiful.
2: You have him on the line with you right now.
0: Well, welcome to Inside Florida Racing, David. Hey, how are y'all doing? I'm oh, doing good. How are you?
5: I'm well, wonderful.
1: Well, that's great to hear that. Uh, this is Bonehead, by the way. How you doing?
5: Wonderful. How
1: you? Doing? Uh, I'm doing great, man. Uh, listen, it's great to hear that Bronson's back racing again. Uh, Bronson was <laughs> always one of my favorite little small racetracks uh, oh, yeah. that I used to visit when I used to travel. And uh, uh, tell me about how were the, how was the crowd? How was the car count? The fans? What's going on? Um, the
5: the car count is really fair. It we had a uh, I believe we had 12 or 13 street stocks up there. They probably had 13 sportsmen and probably like 10 uh, hobby stock, But, uh, like I said, it's a good crowd. The, the count could be better, but I know what you mean, man. I, I love that place. It's on the wheel. It's, it's, it's short track racing for, for what I'm used to here in Florida, in central Florida.
1: Now, are you from there?
5: Uh, no, actually, I'm from Wildwood. I'm all the way out of Wildwood.
1: Okay. And uh, tell us about the race. Tell us where you started. We know oh, where you finished.
5: started uh, – uh, started inside second row in the heat race and run second to Brent Cooper and uh, started on outside second row in the feature up there and uh, uh, probably about six laps into it. Uh, Hall Robertson was leading it and I don't know who drives the 57. We got Ernie Tim and then I gave the 57 a little bump and run going into one and two and got the lead and kind of checked it out from there.
1: So you gave him a bump where he was already moving up a little, and you just got him to go a little bit more and I went under him. Is that what track happened?
5: Track. You know how short track racing. You know
1: short track. <laughs> I know how that track is, especially one and two. It has a very interesting one and two corner.
5: It's got a little bump right in the center of it, and you better be on the gas when you hit that bump.
1: <laughs> well, uh, tell us about the kind of racing that, uh, now how old are you?
5: I'm, I'm 30, I'll be 32 next month.
1: And tell us about the kind of, wh- wh- how you got started in racing and the kind of cars that you raced prior uh, to this.
5: I raced go karts from 01 to probably '04, 05, and you know played around in Florida and South Georgia. And go karts is a lot of money with no money, no payback, and it got to be really, really expensive. So uh, I took a year off and decided I want to build a car.
1: Hey, you're right in the same boat.
5: Uh, what's that?
1: <laughs> now you're right in the same boat.
5: <laughs> yeah, well, at least you get a pay win at the end of the night. And go karts you uh, you get a trophy and a pat on the back.
1: Yeah, that's uh, true. At least
5: with the car, you know, you can get a little bit of your, your gas money back at the end of the night. But uh, like I said, I had a car built, uh, the same car that I have this year. I had it built at the end of the 06 season, and I ran Ocala Speedway and Bronson in the 07 season. I ran both of them for points. I ran every Friday and every Saturday they were open.
1: Really? That's up, nice.
5: Yeah, I ended up third in points at Bronson, and I ended up second in points to uh, Pete close there at Ocala.
1: Well, that's great.
5: And at the end of the year at Ocala, I picked up my first ever feature win. Uh, like I said, uh, I met some really good guys there. Uh, I was kind of sad to see it go to dirt. You know, it was some fun racing. It had take
1: it. your car out there just like it is.
5: Uh, you know what? I do have a dirt car. I actually bought a dirt Sportsman from Shane Williams.
1: Well, there you go. Now you're not uh, sad anymore.
5: Getting that going, just man, it's it's hard to get two cars going. And you know what I mean when you, oh, yeah. when you have to live and then uh,
1: you got any kids?
5: Uh, I have a fiance that has a child that is basically mine. We I've been with my fiance Megan now for three years, and uh, man, they support it. It's hard to find somebody that uh, go to the races with you every Friday and every Saturday and really support what you do. And
1: Those I are the best ones.
5: Man, I got a lot of good friends.
1: Those are the best ones to get, the ones that can support what you do. Because if yeah. you find one that don't like racing, and
5: oh, it's miserable.
1: Ain't gonna work.
5: Uh, like I said, and then uh, this year I've I run uh, Citrus County. Like I said, I picked up my first win at Ocala last year at, right at the end of the season and got nominated for uh, Driver of the Year and uh, with the Florida Short Track Report uh, through Ocala. But uh, it went to, I believe, Justin Elwood. And then, uh, like I said, this year I started out, you know, I had the itch. I had to go race somewhere, and Bronson didn't open until this month. So I went to Inverness and picked up a feature win over there my third night over there. So it's been a really good year so far this year. I got a lot of good people helping me out, a lot of people around me.
0: Well, that's great. Do you? Who are some of the people you'd like to acknowledge now? Some sponsors, maybe? Uh,
5: well, Rob, uh, Robbie Cooper at Bronson Loop, he's helped out a bunch. Uh, uh, Pete Close, Hall Robertson, uh, them guys. You know, them, them guys have been racing for years. You know, and their, their knowledge on street stocks and just racing in general. You know, they they can calm you down and talk to you and. It, kind of explain to you what what does and you know like i said i come from go-karts so i don't know anything about suspension i'm used to stagger and mm-hmm. cross and left side weight so but uh they help me out a ton um metal masters roofing with john holly uh them guys there uh they helped me out a little bit you know with tires and this and that but like i said it's getting expensive especially the price of diesel can always use more help
0: well that that's true it's a um it's an it's a it's an expensive hobby to, uh, to, to be in, especially when you have a family that you are supporting and taking care of. But, um, you know, it, it's great that you have that support, um, you know, from your family and uh, from your sponsors that are helping you pursue this. And, um, you know, we just we wish you the best this year in your racing. Hey, and uh, you haven't been racing very long, which is, you know, which is really interesting. You since you've only but for about what, seven years?
5: Well, well, yeah. I ran a go kart for probably four years. I won four championships in two years with with the go kart mm-hmm. at uh, Speedway Park. Uh, did real good with that, but like I said, it got to be too expensive. And like I said, this is my actually my second year in a full size car, and uh, I'm, I'm I'm pleased with the results. I'm pleased with how far I've came so far, well. what I've done. But like I said, I, I'm I'm looking to get better. I'm looking for something better, you know. But it's got to keep it fun first
1: keep it fun and this that i want to say is that um uh, you need to keep supporting that racetrack and folks that are out there listening they need to go watch the race at bronson if you're exactly. around the yeah, gainesville
5: the wonderful place like i said everness is a good track too i, I enjoy there but I, I, I drive all the way from wildwood to bronson just because the atmosphere the people there are so friendly tommy and all them guys up there and they welcome you when you come in the front gate they'll call you during the week and thank you for coming uh, the food's good, you know. what I mean, it, it's a pretty good atmosphere up there. There's, you know, I mean, so, I mean, it's only two races into the year up there, and so far there's been no grudges, and that's pretty good for a short track.
0: Yes, it so, is, and you know, and those are the things that keep the fans coming back right. well, the and helps count, build up car count.
5: Yeah, well, the, the fan count seems to be pretty good in the stands. You know, the, the, I mean, they started the grassroots deal this year with, uh, you know, kids, I believe, eleven or twelve and under are free and ten dollars for adults, which really, really helps out. Mm-hmm.
0: That's fans, nice. You know. Yeah.
5: And uh, like I said, and, and the the car count's not bad. You know, I, I I really wish it picks up. I really hope that place stays open all year long. I hope the car count gets better. Like I said, kind of curious where a lot of the asphalt street stocks went from Ocala. Like I said, I haven't seen them around. I don't, you know what I mean.
1: Well, maybe they're listening. They'll realize that uh, the track is open. And what you need to do is maybe get back with us. Get somebody from that racetrack to stay on uh, on the message board or something, keeping mm-hmm. up with what's going right, on right. at Bronson. You know, if, if right. we had some calls from people there are saying, hey, we okay. want you to talk about this guy or this guy, they did this or that, we need to hear from you. The thing is, is we can't, like you're talking about the price of gas? Man, oh, yeah. we can't travel the racetracks to every one of them and, and cover them to find out who the hot shoe is and, and who the next up-and-coming driver is. So. Um, I encourage you, if you know anybody that can, to to make sure that they do their job in writing a story
2: about the rest of the track.
5: Bronson is a wonderful place to race, man. They got some friendly people up there.
2: That's right, and I think if you real if if you want to have a, a double the fan count, let's put Tommy. I'm gonna get you in trouble now. Let's put Tommy. Let's put Tommy in the dunk t- tank about once a month, and uh, let people like, uh, you know. Pay, pay pay 50 cents for a shot at uh, putting Tommy in the dump. <laughs> I
5: would like to see him get in the dunk tank last Saturday night up there. It was probably about 35
2: degrees. <laughs> yeah. It'll be a good summer
5: it,
0: campaign.
2: It can't, get, it can't get chilly up at Bronson this time of year. I remember the last couple of years, like one year I was up there in a crash o a couple yeah. of years ago. Man, it was freezing at this time of year. That's another one of those late model races.
1: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, uh, well, I want to say to the folks out there, if you're wondering where Bronson's at, it's outside of Gainesville, Highway 24. uh, Take it uh, west towards the water, and uh, you'll come across the racetrack before you get to Highway 27.
5: Great
2: little racetrack, man.
5: Wonderful place to race. See everybody out there.
1: Well, it was great talking to you, Dave. Uh, Good luck with your racing, and keep it up out there, Bronson. And make sure you tell everybody to uh, listen to the... uh, Real Racing USA Network here to the Inside Florida Racing or to the Real Racing USA Live on Tuesday nights. You guys keep listening. We'll keep talking about you.
5: Yes, sir. I appreciate you having me on. Thanks a lot. All right.
0: Bye, David. Bye bye.
2: Break time. Got to yeah. go to break, guys. Okay. Got to take a break. Got to pay some bills. You're coming back with, uh, what, Buzzy <laughs> Rudeman?
1: Yeah. Yeah, Buzzy sounds good. I'm ready to talk Scotty, to
2: him. Scotty Crockett? Yeah, we
1: got a bunch of people to talk to. AJ Corelli? That's right, and the month is rolling on. Who's gonna
0: win?
2: Eddie Murphy,
1: Eddie Eddie
0: Driver. Eddie Murphy'll be up later. Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy? (laughs) Wow. I didn't know he got into racing.
2: That's an old promoter's trick. Say they're coming when they're really not. (laughs) It's like a band called Free Beer.
6: Safe Fast Lane, only on Real Race in USA. Meet the racers of America's most exciting short track racing series every Wednesday night from 8 p.m. until 9 p.m. from the Milwaukee Mile to Bristol Motor Speedway, five flags in Nashville. The ASA is the racing series where young talent meets wily veterans in extreme short track competition. O'Reilly is America's auto parts store, and the ASA is America's premier late model series. O'Reilly Auto Parts ASA Fast Lane gets you close to the action and behind the scenes with the real stories from the drivers themselves. The O'Reilly ASA Fast Lane, only on real racing USA.
2: If you need to raise your land and business to new heights, then you need to call Evergreen Development
6: and Construction. They do it all, from land development, construction, drainage, excavating, site prep, and even environmental projects. No job is too big for Evergreen Development and Construction. Give them a call at 813-478-8847.
2: And don't forget to check out the late model Evergreen Development Construction race team. They'll be at a track near you. And remember, just think green. Evergreen Development and Construction. 813-478-8847. 813-478-8847.
7: Bud Light presents Real Men of Genius. Real Men of Genius. Today we salute you, Mr. All-You-Can-Eat Buffet Inventor.
6: Mr. All-You-Can-Eat Buffet Inventor.
7: You've given us the real American dream. A tray, 15 feet of food, and a little sign that says... Go nuts, buddy. Oh, me, I'm dreaming. Pushing side dish innovation to its limits, you offer creamed everything and 400 flavors of gelatin. Feed it if there's beef, you'll chip it. If there's chicken, you'll fry it. And if there's gravy, well, then everything's going to be okay. Oh, thank God for the gravy. So crack open a nice cold Bud Light, Buffet Boy. You know the way to a man's heart and a few hundred tasty ways to challenge it. Mr. All-You-Can-Eat Buffet adventure. Bud Light Beer, oh, sure. anheuser Bush, Fort Collins, Colorado. Oh, yeah.
1: Well.
0: And we're back. We're,
1: we're back. Inside Florida racing uh, Bonehead here.
0: And Cece, and we've got a winner on the phone line. That's right. we yes, got a winner. Scott
1: Walters on the phone. Scotty, what's up? hey how y'all doing today doing well, really good not as good as you man you got a little bit more money in your pocket hey uh, finally <laughs> yeah
0: congratulations
1: hey thank you very much it was a
8: good night on 30.
0: it was it was a it was a great race there are our audience
1: that's in here is giving you a hand isn't that nice now let me tell you you looked really hooked up man your car really looked good out there the whole night um uh, you ran some consistent fast lap times um uh, i'd say i'd say you got your car hooked up were you happy with it
8: i was very happy with it uh that was the third race on the car it's a brand new car and uh friday night when i unloaded it was right out of the trailer it was good and saturday i just done a few minor changes and that's all i look for i really don't really look for fast times or whatever i just be consistent and it seemed like it worked the best for me so uh that's all i look for just being consistent on the watch and it worked out saturday night
1: so uh, let me ask you something. Did you notice that Cece was up there
0: in the flag stand?
8: <laughs> no, not really. I was just, I was just too busy working at uh... work well,
0: that's okay. I, I, won't be offended, Scott. It's all right. But uh, it was a great, it was great doing the green and checker for you guys. It was a, it was a great race to watch from up there in the flag stand.
8: I'm sorry I
0: missed that. <laughs>
1: it's okay. I, that show, it just goes to show you how much that we pay attention to flag. Well, I don't stand. actually
0: <laughs> expect the drivers to pay attention to me while I'm up there. <laughs> yeah. So
1: uh yeah, any bad. issue I
8: was pretty busy I had to make sure I, I was turning on the camera for Bob and making sure I was ready myself and I had a lot going on and, and concentrating on making a good lap to,
0: That's uh, right cuz you had the in-car camera.
8: Yes, I did. First time and uh looking forward to getting a video
1: from that. Yeah, no bad luck from that obviously cuz it worked you know, out good for you.
0: No, yes, I think what, he, what I think what you probably got a lot on that video is catching up to lap traffic because you were just <laughs> <laughs> flying around the track.
8: Yeah, it, that was it, well That's
1: all right. So let's talk about uh, long greens. You guys had a couple of long greens uh, able to stretch the car out, and that's what I was saying. We were putting the clock on it, and the car was keeping some consistent times. Why don't you tell the folks as a driver, you know, uh, maybe what goes on in your mind while you're out there uh, driving through, say, a 25-lap stint?
9: Well, basically for
8: me, uh, I'm kind of a rhythm-type driver, so any time you can get a long green. Uh, a lot of drivers like to get in a rhythm and they hit the same marks. And, and when you can get into a rhythm, uh, and hit your marks, it just seems like you can just make your car handle the same lap after lap. Uh, but when you get to racing, you get to racing hard and you use your brakes up a little more. But, uh, I, you know, I, I enjoy longer the, the green flag laps, the better it is for myself. Just because that's just the way I like to drive.
1: Now, let me ask you, um, you got some long greens the other night uh, with the new car. Only, what would you say, three times in? Uh, uh, any hot spots on the feet?
8: Uh, no, everything was actually good. I've been doing it long enough to know, you know, what to do to the cars, keep them cool inside, and, and basically with the new car, you just hope that uh, no gremlins bike <laughs> you uh, halfway through the race and everything worked out good and uh just looking forward to get back up there for the next race
1: yeah folks what what i'm talking about there to you folks that didn't understand that the hot spots uh on the feet um a lot of times when you set your cars up uh you'll do some testing with your cars and you may not do you know uh 20 to 30 to 50 laps Mm -hmm. sometimes of green flag racing and the cars at speed at high rpm with all the oil flowing, that's through them. Uh, you've got these oil lines that run uh, through the inside part of the car, where your foot ends up, where your right foot, your gas pedal foot is. Yeah. Uh, your left side foot moves around a lot, but your right foot ends up stationary on your gas pedal, and a lot of times, uh, our feet will end up rubbing on the uh, firewall down there. The combination and it, of the oil lines, and then you have
8: the headers, and they're tucked right beside your right foot, like you were saying. So, uh, there's a lot there on the driver's, you know, on the driver's foot
1: area. Sometimes it can get a little hot there CC and let me tell you, you talk about uncomfortable and as a race car driver we won't we won't stop, okay?
0: Mm-hmm. We're not
1: going to pull in because of it and what happens is you can actually get some severe burns. Really? From oh, yeah. Yeah, it. Yeah. yeah, you sure can. Cuz you, you your foot starts getting hot and you have fireproof material I was going to say it. aren't
0: the aren't the shoes
1: they, be, they build up heat, and then the heat becomes built up in the whole thing, mm-hmm. and then it, the whole thing becomes so hot that your foot becomes hot with it, almost like a toad boiling. Just like trying to walk across asphalt uh, in the summertime,
0: it just Oh, wow. I never knew that. Yes, it does. Very hot. Hmm. So
1: when you have a new car, um, like he said, he's built enough cars that he knows. He'll get in it, and he'll look and see where his foot is so it's not touching it. You don't want your foot to be touching it. And if it is, they make some material that you can put in there to help keep it off but uh just one of those interesting things that we like to point out here scott to some of the folks that's listening uh you know that's what we try to do is get inside the driver's heads see what they're feeling when they're out there racing now you said you like the the long greens the better and i kind of agree uh to a point as long as i'm comfortable as long as the car's running good um there are sure sometimes when you can't wait for a caution to come
8: out. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah, there, there's times you can't race you can't wait till the race is over, you know. Oh yeah. But no. uh, anytime any time the car's running good you just uh, you just get in the rhythm and get in the zone and, and uh you just keep working hard and make sure you hit your marks and just uh, I can say one thing, uh, the lap traffic, the flag men, everybody uh, the officials did an excellent job with the the lap traffic and everybody you know, actually. Yeah,
0: Greg was, was so staying clever, on top of that.
8: Yes.
0: Now, Scott, do you prefer, do you like these longer races, the hundred lap races, or do you like when there's like a 35 or 50 lapper? That's something we've discussed here on the show before. You know the the length of the race.
8: I liked the longer races. Do
0: uh,
8: you? Hundred lappers back when I ran all pro, we used to run 400 lappers. Uh, so uh, once you're in the car, you're all settled in as a driver, and, and you're you know hard at work. As long as you have something to drink and and uh, you're talking on the spotter and uh, I'd rather really go you know the longer the
0: better-hmm I noticed that Saturday Rob that that uh, some of the drivers had uh, hookups in their fur so they could keep um, hydrated while they were racing Saturday if they're night. they're smart,
1: they better. Yeah. You
0: have to. Now, I didn't see it in every car, but I. Did, they I had did, something to drink in. I did there. see. Um, well, this
8: time of year is not too awful bad, but come July, August, September, mm-hmm. it's, it's brutal. So you just have to drink as much as you can before the race, and even during the race if you can, and uh, just to try to keep, you know, keep yourself fresh.
1: I'll give you some insight here too, Cece, and Scott will agree. Um. Yeah. When you get done racing a car. Yeah. Okay. You've got the taste in your mouth like the exhaust coming out of the other cars in your car. Um, It's the strangest thing. uh, Try to explain it, Scott. Tell what I'm talking about. (laughs) It
8: it is tough. I mean, you do get the exhaust fumes in the car, uh, not only from other cars around you, but your car that you're actually driving. Mm -hmm. Uh, Sometimes you flip the visor up. You have rubber hitting you in the face. So uh, it's it's a challenge in the car sometimes, but... uh,
1: You'd be foolish not to have water, not to have some kind of hydration, because that car is pulling your moisture out of your body. Yeah. It, it well, pulls it a race
8: out. race car, you try to keep all the air from getting inside the car. Right. You go faster down the straightaway. So, as drivers, we kind of pay the price a little bit for that. But that's what you have to do to, uh, you know, run some fast time.
1: Yeah, I pump air. I pump air from circulated from inside the car. Mm-hmm. Um, and other drivers do that, you know, uh, I'm not into Thanks. any cool suit or anything like that. I've been in Florida long enough that I can handle the
8: the yeah, heat. I have but as cool far as suits cool. like that, uh, only thing I have is uh, seemed like works the best for me is that everybody says you keep your head cool. Mm-hmm. Everything else would go uh, keep up with you as know, long as you have your head cool. So I just have a vent coming on top of my helmet. I pick it up on the side window and and uh, it really works good.
1: Yep, yeah, that's, that's where good. mine vents pretty much uh, into my helmet. If I really get hot, sometimes I'll open my driving suit and run the vent right in there. Sometimes yeah. it'll really cool you down. That's when you're interesting. Hot. I
0: didn't know that you guys did that.
1: Man, we do all we do all
0: kinds of things in
1: those race cars, don't we, Scott? There's all kinds of things going on in there. All, all kinds of things, yeah. And we're thinking about, we're saying all kinds of things, you know. We, oh, we I know you guys say
0: all kinds of things well, because I listen in. Well, not my only schooners.
1: bad things, but we're, we're talking back and forth, and we watch a lot of things. It's like. Um, and talking to my motor builder, Jack, over at Jam there, we're talking about my motor, when, I, when it sucked that thing up into it and the red light came on, I shut it right off, you know. And uh, people are like, well, how can you think to do that? It's because we've got things set up in the car that tell us when that happens and the smart guy's not going to go race his car around when Most, the red light's on.
3: Yeah.
8: Most of the time we have a red light that comes on when you lose oil pressure. I try to build all my cars where all the ignition switches, the master switches, which powers the car, is in the same place because a lot of times it's just natural instinct
1: you that's right
8: wreck or something happens you just automatically go to that one spot that's right that's what i try to just keep all my cars in the same
1: same area mine's right there where i can smack it with one hand and knock them all yeah, out right yeah you know, so i can reach them good and and uh that comes from experience like you said he's built a lot of cars i've built a lot of cars and uh, uh you build them and, and you you learn these things when you're driving uh Um, seats in the cars, you know, you put your seat a certain way in the car because we're turning all the time. So Mm -hmm. the seats are actually turned a little bit, you know. and uh, Turned
8: a little bit, uh, cocked up a little bit. You know, every driver has their own little niche that they like inside the car.
1: Now, Scott, he's little, see. He's a little guy, so he can kind of sit in there and be comfortable. When you're a big guy, you've really got to get your seat set right to be comfortable because there's nothing... There's nothing fun about being uncomfortable, and I've driven other people's cars where I really wasn't comfortable, you know, driving it in long yep. races, and I remember driving other people's cars at Ocala Speedway, okay, racing 125-lap sure. races there, and, and if I crash this car, I've got to pay for it.
3: Mm-hmm. Yep.
1: Let me tell you, it, it was hard to race those races, you know. Scott will tell you, man, I was one tough that, – that, that's a dirt track. That place needed to be a dirt track. It's perfect to be a dirt track because you, that's a good edge to be on, on the dirt, but not on the asphalt, the whole race.
0: Yeah. So so really, um, when you build the car, you, you're building it around your body, so everything is in there the, to the fit you right, so you're comfortable for the long races, and everything's in easy reach and at eye level, so you don't yeah. have to take your eyes off the track that much.
8: I have Richardson Racing Seats. Uh, they've been custom-building my seats for many years, and i call them up. They know exactly what I want. Uh, you want your, your race car seat to be just like your lazy boy chair in your TV room. You want to sit down in there and be very comfortable. Uh, you want to be able to reach everything, like you said, without straining. Mm-hmm. And uh, you want your head and everything to be up so you're not laying back in the seat. I like being up where I can see everything.
1: Yeah.
8: And, and that just works best for myself.
1: And I'm a lot like that, too. I, I, I like to be up. And uh, I think I got that from early in go-kart racing. I raced go-karts, and really, to be fast in go-karts, the center of gravity always had to have you up. And mm-hmm. me being a b- bigger-armed guy, you always want your arms close to the steering wheel, you know, because if you're further away from it, your arms will wear out. Mm-hmm. So Exactly, yeah. I think, uh, I think a lot of people can learn something from this conversation that we're having because there's a lot of guys out here that build cars, just get it built so I can get it on the racetrack. And they go out there and race it. And like we've talked to Randy Kyle about why do you put your arm up there. Well, yeah. he puts his arm up there now because it's habit. When he first started racing, he put it there because that's how he was supporting himself, and that's terrible. Exactly.
8: Now, you want the seat to do all the work. You know, uh, back in the day, seats were very flimsy because that's what they thought was best. Now they want to build them very rigid and to hold the driver up in the seat where all you have to do is just relax. You know, you have to relax when you drive. Uh, you see a lot of uh, lower divisions, uh, guys laying back, you know, that they yeah. realize that they would work a little more in their uh, cockpit area. That'll just make them a better driver. One, they're not going to get so tired. Yeah. To be fresh towards the end of the race to be able to perform better.
0: Well, I've, I've been surprised when I've I've looked inside some race cars and I've seen just a very plain metal. Seat in there, no padding, and I can't imagine that would be very comfortable to race. You That's know, called a, the hot seat. Along, along, along race. And also, I'm now starting to think now, if somebody just buys a car that wasn't built for them, does that put them at a disadvantage because that car wasn't built around them?
8: Uh, a little bit. That's when, when you get it back to your shop, you have to go. Okay, this is my car now. I want to make my area the way I like it.
3: Mm-hmm.
8: So. Uh, The main thing is just being comfortable, and it doesn't matter from uh, street stocks to the super late models. If you're comfortable, you can just do a better job and race hard and smart because you're not getting tired of making foolish moves.
1: That's right. To run those long greens, you you just have to be comfortable. Are you a a one-footed driver or two-footed driver?
8: I drive with uh, two feet. Two feet. And uh, the right and brake with the left.
2: Now you know. uh, Do you do that in your passenger car too? Pretty much. all the, Yeah, I just, I just had it. Yeah, I do that, too, and, uh, you know, I never drove a race car, uh, but I drive like that, and my car drives my wife crazy.
1: That's because you got a hard brake foot. <laughs> you got a hard brake foot. You can hit that brake hard, can't you? Yeah, That's when you're using your other foot, man, you can hit it hard. Now, you know, let me tell you, um, old man Pletcher there, man, he was at the races the other yes, night. He was. And he's one that races. He's a one-footed driver, and... uh so there, again, the car has to be set up a little bit different for a one-footed driver sometimes. Uh, you
8: yeah, got to have good... The pedal's a little different. Yeah. You can just slide it from the gas pedal over to the pedal. There's you... a lot of things you have to change around, I'm sure.
1: And for him, you better have some good brake pedal on there because he's going to be railing it hard because anybody going from the gas pedal to the brake pedal, they're doing it quick and hard. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yep, that's for sure. But you don't worry about riding the brake. Now, let's talk about riding the brake real quick. Yeah. Um, uh, when people talk about one foot and two-footed drivers, here's another mistake that happens a lot when guys start racing, and that is they try to get their foot off of that brake, and it still kind of trails on the brake a little bit. Kind of explain that a little bit.
8: Well, what that means is uh, they're just not actually getting their left foot off of the brake pedal. And the longer you run, if that's the case, your brake rotors start getting hot, start losing your brakes, that heat from the rotors goes through the front tires, and then that makes you just start makes the car start handling really bad because there's just too much heat buildup. Uh, I try to make a point when I get on my brakes and when I get off of the brake pedal, I should take my foot over and kind of touch the clutch pedal. Mm-hmm. That's just kind of a reminder for myself to know that, hey, I'm off the brake pedal all the way.
2: How much does that, that heat transfer to the tire?
8: Oh, quite a bit, especially like in the Supers where you run a long race and you have a long green that radiant heat from the rotors just really gets into the tires and it and it just makes them makes your stagger go crazy now
0: is that a cause for tire loss and some of the blowouts and
8: and not really not there. our level that uh, you do see that in the cup racing like at martinsville uh, because their cars are so heavy mm-hmm. uh, for us it's just a matter of you see the brakes glowing really really red and then after that, uh, most of the time you just lose your brake pedal, then you have to just slow down because you have no brakes.
1: <laughs> hey, Scott, and, man, you took your car out to Bristol that you were racing the other night. You'd wax up those sleds out there in NASCAR, wouldn't you?
8: Well, I've been to Bristol a time or two. I love the place. I love high bank racetracks. I uh, actually cut my teeth on Winchester Speedway in Salem, Indiana. Wow. So, uh,
1: now that's I, a banked racetrack.
8: I enjoy the banked racetracks. I really do.
1: So you think that a uh, super late model? Now we know. Well, we know that it would because we know that the USA uh, ASA late models actually uh, ran a faster time that year when they all went up there. So I'd say a super late model will really put a time on them that they wouldn't be able to handle.
8: Yes, it would be. It would be very. Uh, it'd be very fun, and we would be very uh, turning some very fast time.
2: you would want to stay off the wall. That's for damn sure.
1: You know, That's for sure. I really don't understand why there's not a televised um series you know that runs super late models on these tracks like that They need know? a
2: promoter like you you go go put i'd the be a great one. promoter at it but
1: you just need the money <laughs> well, scott's got that <laughs> brand new car you got some money you want some money the other night you could throw some money at it
8: <laughs> it takes a lot of money and there are yeah. so many great you know race car drivers that run the super late models that just need some television time to maybe get the brakes you know take their career to the next level but you know it's a shame it's not, so you just have to try to win a bunch of races and get noticed that way.
1: You know, at, at where you're at today, you have a good time in what you do, right? Oh, yes. i r- I raced, like I said,
8: Toronto all my life, basically. You know, I've traveled everywhere and now running locally. Uh, you know, I like running Port Charlotte, Uh Plus, I'm doing the crew chiefing job for David Wilson and kind of being a mentor for him. So right now, This is a very uh, exciting time for
1: myself. Well, um, you took a couple people to school the other night, too. Uh, I'll have to say at the start of the race, uh, you pretty much proved the outside line would work. But let me tell you what, man. It's been a long time since I've seen a late model come off on the outside and turn four. And I think it even surprised you, Scott, how much that your car hooked up on that first lap that shot you in front of him on the first lap. It had to be even impressive to yourself.
8: Turn four is really rough, uh, so it is hard to get forward bite, you know, when you're on the throttle and you're jumping over the bumps. And I knew going into the race I had to make a move at the start of the race. I had to do whatever I needed to do to make that pass. So I was just on top of my game to drop the green flag, and and I just made sure that I didn't miss, you know, uh, drive into the corner too hard and to wash up the racetrack i just had to make every move count and and that's what i did
1: well he beat you into turn three Mm -hmm. but you beat him to the line and made the pass as you drove into the corner and uh like i said i've I've been watching the races there hard and uh i was interested to see how you were going to work that and um i just i was just amazed at just how hooked up your car was you did a good job congratulations uh we've got a kind of yeah, we got to get on the road, Scott. Appreciate your time with us. and uh, we're Will we
0: see you back at uh, CCMP?
1: Yes, we'll, I'll be back next month, uh, okay. ready to go again. Hopefully, right. my car will be done. I'll be out there racing with you, having a good time. All
8: right, sounds good. Thank you all very much for having me on, and y'all uh, do a great job.
1: Thank,
0: Thank you. Thanks. Bye
8: bye. everybody.
1: All right. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Uh, okay. Scott Walters, winner of uh, CCMP's 100 lap.
0: That was a great
1: super interview. Super late really model race. Uh, yeah, you know. Uh, I'm, I'm going to try to, the best I can in doing some of these interviews with drivers, trying to get them to explain some of these uh, things that go on that mm-hmm. maybe uh, that you don't see up there so people can more realize that, uh, there again, you're just talking to normal people that go through normal problems. And
0: well, Rob, Saturday night when I was out at Charlotte County Sports Park, of course, I was wearing my Inside Florida Racing
1: as I was, sure,
0: and so were you. And um, just want to let everybody know that our shirts were made for us by FancyWorkEmbroidery.com. That is fancy with an I, FancyWorkEmbroidery.com. They do a great job. They do everything from pit shirts to, you know, like the kind of staff shirts, polo shirts that we have, to jackets, to all kinds of promotional. Items, bumper stickers, they're now going into making t shirts. They can take care of whatever you need. Do you need embroidery work done on your racing suit? They can handle that for you. You can either find them online at fancyworkembroidery.com or give them a call at 863 990 0064 and let them know that you heard about them on Inside Florida Racing.
1: All right. And speaking Look, of inside Florida. No, right? no, wait a second.
2: No, just hang on a second. I wasn't gonna comment on the embroidery deal. Oh, okay. I wasn't gonna make any embroidery jokes jokes. That's they're a very good company and good, because working. she does a much better job than you could. Oh, there's no question about <laughs> it. But, but uh, we did there are some embroidery jokes that just float around, you know, that's all there is to it. Oh. But Pandora jewelries, jewelers. Pandor, Pandora jewelers. Dot com. Yes. Yeah, you got to go there. Yes, uh, do you, you have got, it straight? Is it Pandora? Jewelers.com. Okay. But, Scotty Crockett is online wants to talk to you guys. Scotty! Hooters, Hooters. Right. broke Scotty Crockett! What's
1: up, man? Bonehead, what's going on?
10: How we doing, Bonehead? I haven't
2: heard from you in a while,
1: buddy. Oh, man, I'm, I'm still around. I uh, ended up getting transplanted. Hurricane Charlie blew me into uh, uh, Ponte Gorda, Port Charlotte area, and I've been uh, working for a contractor down there, haven't been able to get out of here, but... Uh, I'm still here still racing every now and then uh, over here at Charlotte County Motorsports Park and uh, I hear the name Scotty Crockett all the time, and uh, we wanted to get you in here to uh, talk to you about what Scotty Crockett's doing. Uh, got on here with CC uh, C. Brooks.
0: Hello, how you doing? doing well? How are you?
4: Very well.
1: How's your crazy old man doing?
10: He's doing good, man. trying to keep him out of um trouble and uh, which is kind of a hard time to do, <laughs> but a uh, full-time job but He's doing really good. Everything's going really good uh, up in the shop and everything, and um, been really busy with the racing. Um, we've only the first race we raced was uh, with the Pro Cup deal was last uh, Saturday night, but we've raced uh, a little bit in Speed Weeks, raced Speed Fest, and um, been doing some testing with the Pro Cup and um, a lot of work. And um, just got a full school full head of uh, schedule ahead this whole year, so we're running cool. the whole Pro the Pro Cup series, and then um, we got four or five truck races we're going to try to make too. So.
1: So what, uh, when you truck races, you talking about Craftsman truck races? Yes, sir.
10: Yeah, we're going to try to make our first race at um, Mansfield. Um,
1: Did you just call me sir? Yeah.
0: yeah. Did you just call me sir, Scotty? <laughs> That's Scottie? funny. You called him sir.
2: <laughs> Scotty, you know who you're talking to, don't you? Scotty, you just made him. I'm sorry, man. <laughs> That's
0: you know, funny.
3: We are
2: not going to be able to live this one down. I'm yeah, telling you. I, I, well,
10: I don't know what I was thinking.
2: You know who you're
1: talking to, don't you?
10: Yeah, I know. Okay,
1: this is your old buddy. You ain't got to call me sir. Okay. <laughs> I, I know I, I know that I, I knew you before you started racing, yes. and uh, I had a good time with it when
2: we were racing together, but please. Scotty, um, how did you hook up with uh, Buggy Pletcher?
10: Um, he actually had a car for sale, and um, I went through a couple guys, you know, um, over the off-season stuff for crew chiefs and stuff, and I was really getting um, trying to find the right guys and stuff. had one guy who flew in for um, Speed Fest see how we could work together and stuff, didn't go as, uh, as planned and everything. And uh, me and Bugman got hooked up together, uh, went and tested at Hickory and Concord, and um, went from there, and we came down here to Lakeland and stuff and tested once before the race. And uh, we're doing pretty good together, you know. Um, he's learning a little bit along with I am, too, as far as doing bump stops and cool uh, binding and stuff. And uh, just trying to go out for a good year, you know. Um, made some rookie mistakes and stuff I didn't really know as far as the first race. We uh, qualified good and uh but we missed our spotter's uh, meeting, so they sent us to the rear off the start of the race uh got worked our way back up to the front and um was leading it there and uh, on a restart he said i jumped it but I, it was just where i normally started at in the in the super late models and stuff and you can't start there; you gotta be completely straight on the front stretch before you can start so we let it for a little bit there and they made us say black flagged us, and made us come and do a stop and go and um then we worked our way back up to eight so had a good car and stuff um just kind of ran out of laps and made some mistakes you know but at least we did it now instead of at the end of the year when we're running for the championship so
1: and that's your first race that you ran it went like that
10: yeah it was the first race first race ever time first time i ever racing in a pro cup car period you know and um
1: well i think that went pretty there. i think that went grand i think that sounded really good you didn't yeah. like you don't like how the first one went
10: yeah, I, I loved it. You know, all my sponsors, everybody's really happy, you know.
2: You were in seventh, <laughs> seven
10: right? I myself because I, we had a car Eight, that seven, when I was out in front of um, Bobby Gill and them guys. Um, when I got I had to do a stop and go, we were actually pulling to have a car every um, lap and for 20-something laps, you know. So we were faster than what the leaders were. And now it's where I would have been. I was in front of Bobby when we had the lead truck and I was leading it. and it wait was, a minute. I was selling old tires. And, um,
2: yeah, go. man. How, and how about Scotty, Scotty. No, whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait. Wait a minute now. <laughs> You you got to listen. Let let me tell you something, man. I mean, I know you you know the race car thing, but let me tell you, man. When you're running up there with Bobby Gill and Benny Gordon and them guys, and you're like taking them down the road, you're doing something, man.
10: Yeah, I mean, everybody was really proud, you know, and that's. what
2: yeah, I'm proud of you
10: about because you know it's just the idea. I had a good chance to really show even better, you know, what we did, but it's just the idea that <clears throat> just a mistake, you know, and. And um, But we recovered from it, you know, and really didn't turn nothing up on our race car and um, got to race with them guys and a really nice to race with them. 90, 90% of the guys I drove, you know, on the outside of, we had to pass a lot of cars to get back up there to the front quite a few times. Um, you know, if I put on the outside of them, they'd actually give me the outside of it, too. um where a lot of times in the late models and stuff, it's kind of hard to be able to do, you know. So uh did you bought the car from Buggy? I bought one car from him, and then I uh, already had a car that we bought um, towards the end of last year that we redid and everything, and um, so me and him are, are kind of going that route there.
1: Is he racing, too? What's that? Is he still racing?
10: No, no. All he does is just cruise chief, and he's doing my camping up on the North Series, and he's doing me on the uh, South Series and the Championship with me.
1: Well, you make sure you tell Bugsy, okay, the bonehead, said what's up.
10: I, and, do. I talk to him every day. and a matter of fact, I sent one of my guys up there yesterday. Um where they they're tearing the motor out of it right now up at his shop and um it over to Dorton's and uh they had to just put the other rear end and stuff in it. So we ordered a new rear end for last week before we went to the races, but um it came in as wrong measurement and stuff, so we had to keep the quick change in it. So
2: Scotty, do you remember when uh, Buggy was racing in the Pro Cup and you remember that finish he had with uh Derek Kelly mm- mm-hmm.
10: where' well, like 100,000 100, frames per
2: second or Oh, I'm telling you it was a, it was a half of a bumper.
1: they used yeah. it on their on their bumper as a matter of fact their their commercial that they had for the longest time they yeah. used that finish on there.
10: Yeah, yeah, he, he still talks about every day. <laughs> we'll be start talking, whatever. He'll be like, damn, I remember I raced this one race. And I'm like, yeah, Buggy already told me. <laughs> He's going to keep going. But it's like, damn, I almost won.
1: Now, now stop it. Don't talk about poor Buggy. Now, CeCe, for your yes. information. Yes. Buggy Pletcher is old man Dave Pletcher, who you saw the other night at mm-hmm. the races, uh, watching the races. That's his offspring, his one and only son. Okay. And – uh uh, Buggy's been, uh, as a matter of fact, the car that I own today used to belong to Buggy Pletcher. It used to be his late model, and uh, um, Buggy's done a lot of racing in, uh, in uh, the, the Pro Cup thing. You know, and he 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 did win one of those races, I think, in chamung or something up there in new york yep he won some race up there so i guarantee you you've heard that story a couple of times
10: <laughs> yeah, you know and uh, just like any racer driver i wouldn't tell you when he did well you know and, uh, i wouldn't blame him either you know nah, i don't
1: i don't have many stories like that you know it's, <laughs> it's tough when you're bonehead but uh uh so how tell me how you got into the truck deal how how are you getting a truck what's going on um, do you, do you got a big truck, sponsor um,
10: last year at an auction up there i had a guy brought um, brought one down and stuff you know okay out and it needs a lot of stuff to it, but, um, Mario actually just bought, um, four trucks from Spears because they went out this year. Mm. And, um, so me and him are going to kind of do a couple truck races together. He's going to do some of the races and I'm going to do some of the other races and share his number and, um, and run for probably, he'll probably run four or five races and the same for myself.
1: So you got a sponsor now or what's going on with that?
10: I've got, um, a couple things going. I've got Cigar City Motorsports, which is, um, who's teamed team with me. And they're kind of partners in everything we've done. You know, they kind of are, you know, overseeing the whole deal, paying for all the stuff up front. And we've got, um, Dex Imaging, which is a, uh, company that actually sells all your computers and printers to all your large uh, corporations and stuff. They've came on board with us and, um, and make some models as well. And we've got one other right now on the, um, on the back burner that we're trying to get in there right now and get some more dollars. And that'll actually really help us for the truck.
1: Yeah, you need one that's on the stock exchange on the side of it. That's how you really get that money coming. So you,
2: you hooked up with Mario Goslin? Is that what I heard there?
10: Yeah, me and him. matter of fact, I was over at a shop yesterday afternoon, and um, he was actually going to come buy the truck I had over here, but I didn't want to sell it yet, and because uh, he's wanting to do the same thing as getting some of the truck.
2: I thought he had been sent back to Canada or something.
10: No, yeah, he still lives in Lake Wales. Um, he's actually doing <laughs> a girl for, uh, I forget the girl's name, for an ARCA deal, and um, they're still racing and stuff.
1: So... I'm still kind of dumbfounded by all this. I'm, I'm going to see Scotty Crockett trying to make a race this year or next year.
10: This year, uh, the uh, 24th, um, um, May 24th at Mansfield, will be so, the first race. So <laughs> if
1: I send you, if I send you one of my Inside Florida, ra- I mean uh, Real, Real Racing, racing USA, USA. Uh, stickers, you going to stick it on your car for me?
10: Sure, I will do it on the Pro Cup and on the truck deal. All right, yeah. that's all right. Cool. what
1: I'm talking about. Now I- I'm pretty fired up about that, Scotty, that you're going to be out there racing. You know. uh it's you know because cool. i was starting to think i wasn't going to see any more of my boys on tv yeah
10: you know? definitely i mean i'm in it for the long haul you know i've done it for so long and it's just now starting to pay off because it, almost at the time you you almost want to quit because you can't do any more as far as money lies you know i did it for so long my dad did it for probably eight or nine years and i did it for the last five or six years and was doing, you know paying out of the pocket and finally picked up a really good sponsor and um in a team owner type of deal, you know, he came over and just bought everything that we needed to go racing full time and to do it the right way. And it's making so much difference. I mean, we were really, really fast at speed fest, <clears throat> uh, ran good there, finished fourth on the one night and, um, just had really good cars and stuff everywhere we've been. And, um, it's starting to pay off, you know, and that's what we're needing, you know, and they've got really good results as far as, um, uh, picking up different sponsors and stuff through the company that they own. And, um, so it's helping, you know, cause money is for fat, you know, and it's, it takes so hard to do it
1: without money. So, um. you know, I, I, is your shop on Forty One, Scotty? Yes. Sir. There you go again. I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna get you. I'm gonna get you. You've been doing a lot of interviews or something, I can tell. Talking to old guys. What's uh, wrong? the is reason
0: making you feel? Yeah, old, Yeah, it's, it's
1: making me feel old. I'm, how old are you, Scotty? I just turned twenty eight. There you go. That's wow.
0: okay, Rob. I so can relate. I don't like it when they. Uh, well, the reason me why I was asking
1: you that because uh, you know uh, we we got some acres over there on Locket Road and. Uh, I was uh, coming down there the other day, and I saw Crockett Motorsports over there. You guys got you a little heck of a little deal going on over there now.
10: Yeah, we're in in a pretty good um, location and stuff. Um, We're actually kind of talking about if we sell there, because where we're at, we're too much kind of like a primary, and everybody's selling everything around where we're at and actually moving to somewhere it's not as, um, we don't need something as close on 41 and then the big part of the business to do our racing stuff, so we might get something somewhere else where I can really build a, a lot nicer uh, race shop and everything. And, um,
1: yeah, up in the woods.
10: Yeah, somewhere off a little bit. You know, I mean, for racing, you don't want you don't have to have you know you know main road frontage and all that stuff like we've got now. So
1: yeah, I'm working on my son's. My son's five months old. I have a new son and
10: uh, congratulations.
1: We've been, thank you. We've been working on his uh, racing shop. We got a, a 60 oh, by 100 yeah. shop up in Cedar Key that we're going to store all his stuff. <laughs> there you go. So Scotty,
2: where's your next race, man?
10: Uh, next race is in uh, Cecil, Georgia, not this weekend, but the following, um, the 29th of the Pro Cup.
2: South Georgia Motorsports Park. Yes, sir. All right. They're
10: uh, up there racing, man. Uh, can't wait, you know?
2: That's the uh, that's the palace up there, man. That's the palace. Right
10: here. It's pretty nice. You know, it
2: is. Uh, it uh, is.
10: Other places I've actually seen, I've seen Henry and I've seen Concord. it's the only two I've actually seen before we will go race all these. But um, we actually did a really good hit I didn't care for as much. Um, we ran a decent time and everything. It was pretty close off of what the pole was, but... Um, concord i really really liked and um we're actually a, a hundred thousandths underneath what the pole was and it was the first time i ever seen the place so i really liked it it was different how you
2: like it how you like the turn four at concord
10: i loved it <laughs> i loved the whole thing i mean we ran in the turn one you know you get where you're just halfway pointed and then you hold it wide open all the way down the back stretch and it was um it was really neat and i like the racetrack so a lot of people don't but i kind of like a, a big Ocala with banking to
2: me so yeah, that's what I thought when I was there the first time I it reminded me of Ocala and that yeah. turn four is like sharp
10: yeah
1: exactly yeah Scotty Scotty will tell you Ocala is better a dirt track isn't it
2: yeah
1: <laughs> it'll yeah. tell you about driving down that back straightaway feeling like you're gonna get spun out the whole time
10: yeah that's better no you know it was not a driving track you know you did good up there though
1: oh no I did good at a lot of places you know and uh I'm glad you said that, Scotty, because these folks here, they
2: don't even know who I am, <laughs> man. It's yeah. First you did call you? him, sir, did you compliment him? Yeah, watching when I first started racing and
10: stuff. You know, yeah. you're, you're doing it and stuff. I mean, you're trying the hardest you could. I am over in um, Volusia County and of other yeah. from Florida Pro Races and Lake City and Ocala and stuff. So.
1: That's right. That's what I was saying. I knew Scotty before he raced, and then he started racing, and he was racing late models, and... Uh, you know, Scotty's done well.
2: 2004 know? Rookie of the Year in the Sunbelt Series. Well, I he didn't
1: would. go out. He didn't go out and just tear his stuff up. He went out there and that's learned right. how to race. That's you right.
2: That's And uh, that's
10: that's, that's thing, important. You know, I had to learn how to race without tearing stuff up because I had to pay for it and how to fix it the next Sunday or the next Monday and stuff. So it was a deal. You know, he had to run as hard as you could without tearing your stuff up. So
1: in Citrus count County Speedway. That's one of the places he used to race a lot. That's a tough place to race late models every week. That was the place we ran 30-lap races or 35-lap races. And, uh, yeah,
10: that's
2: a wrestling match a, there. Bro. A
1: lot can go yeah, on well. there when you're trying to get around Danny Johnson holding up the bottom.
10: Okay? Oh, yeah. Because that's all that that's guy first, did. The that's first place I ever drove out was 15 and um, won my first race there and rookie of the year eighth and eighth in points up there first year. But, man, it was tough. It's as tough as some of this stuff is now. I mean, it was back when Bruce Gaskins and... Um, yokum and you had all them guys and her pop right. and a lot of the guys up there that ran every week you know There was no off time man. ran every single week
1: yeah man bresnahan bresnahan was badass in them days man yeah he was hard to beat all right man we can't keep living in the past it's the future <laughs> uh listen uh scotty we gotta hooters,
2: go hooters pro cup uh cecil georgia at the south georgia motorsports park what's the date of that the 29th when's right. it when's it on tv do they put them on tv anymore
10: yeah, it'll be the 31st is when, um, is when the Lakeland one is aired. I'm not sure when the uh, Cecil one's okay. aired.
1: All right, we'll try to keep up with it and try to keep it posted, uh, what's going on. And uh, listen, man, you be safe, drive careful, and uh, make sure you tell Bugsy I said what's up, all right? right.
5: Will do. I appreciate it, guys. All right, man,
1: take it easy. Take it easy. Bye. All right, Scotty
2: Crockett. Uh, that is so cool. Yeah,
1: that it is, That is so man. cool. It is, you know what? Because I tell you, CC, you know that any of my, the people that I knew, they're already there, you know, and that David Rudiman made it and that Eric Amarola made it, you know. And
2: Did it, Eric make it? <laughs> my God, did, he, did, did he
1: make He really did great the Seven? other night. You know, huh? For shaking off the cobwebs, he did really, really good the other night. You know, uh, we don't like to talk about NASCAR much, but I will talk about when Rudiman or uh, Amar- Amarola does good this year, and uh, I'm going to say Amarola did a good job. Because, listen, man, Bristol is no... Joke, okay. That is a, a tough place to wrestle them cars around all day. Think about what you did from the start of the race till you watched the end of it. How much of a nap you had? What you <laughs> went? You went shopping. You did this. You did that. Yeah. All that time they spent in those race cars. Yeah. N- NASCAR's no game, okay? Uh, Scotty Crockett, though, we're gonna get to watch him on TV racing the Hooters Pro Cup there. In uh, Lakeland, uh, keep an eye on when it's going to be on after this uh, Georgia race. And it uh, sounds like he's going to be in a Craftsman super truck. So I'm fired up to hear that. Mario Goslin too, that they brought all this uh, number 75 Spears uh, racing trucks.
2: What do you think, Jack? I think that's very cool, man. Yeah. That's very cool. Okay. Man. We need to talk to Buzzy Rudeman. We're going to take a break. And when we we'll come back, we're going to be talking to Buzzy Ruderman immediately after right. our return. All
1: right. Okay. All right. Mate. You're listening Inside Florida Racing. Uh, keep it up. Keep it on. Tune in. Don't turn off.
6: We'll be right back. ASA Fast Lane, only on Real Race in USA. Meet the racers of America's most exciting short track racing series every Wednesday night from 8 p.m. until 9 p.m. from the Milwaukee Mile to Bristol Motor Speedway, five flags in Nashville. The ASA is the racing series where young talent meets wily veterans in extreme short track competition. O'Reilly is America's auto parts store, and the ASA is America's premier late model series. O'Reilly Auto Parts ASA Fast Lane gets you close to the action and behind the scenes with the real stories from the drivers themselves. The Riley ASA Fast Lane. Only on Real Racing USA.
2: Are you ready to win? If so, it's time to move up to Five Star Race Car Bodies. Five Star Race Car Bodies, designs and manufactures the highest quality race car body components. Short tracks, drag strips, road courses, and even in the desert, Five Star has one driving passion, to help you win. Five Star Race Bodies, designs and manufactures for NASCAR, Grand Am, NHRA, IHRA, SCCA. Short Track Asphalt, Short Track Dirt, USAC, USAR, Hooters Pro Cup, and the ASA Late Model Series. Find out more today at 5starbodies.com. Hi, I'm Don O'Neill, driver of the number 71 race car, and you are listening to The Real Racing USA. Bud Light
7: presents Real Men of Genius. Real Men. Today we salute you, Mr Pro Sports Heckler Guy. Mr Pro
3: Sports Heckler Guy.
7: They say those who can't play, coach. Apparently those who can't coach, sit 30 rows back, shirtless, shouting obscenities. Oh, that's right, mother... Thanks to you, our team is armed with game-winning tips, like catch the ball and throw it. Shout it out loud. You stink. That sucks. What a bunch of losers. Not just catcalls, but subtle psychological ploys to prod your team to victory. Reverse psychology. So here's to you, oh, Sultan of shouting, because while there may be no I and team, thanks to you, there's always an F and a U. Bud Light beer and Nashville, Louis, Missouri.
1: Oh, oh, where did you get the commercials from? Florida racing. Oh, yeah, folks, we're having a good time uh, yes, on are. the
2: Real Racing USA Network. Well, I was able to track down my buddy uh, Scott McAllister, announcer up at uh, East Bay Raceway. He's the guy we've Scotty, been getting. Yeah, we've been getting
1: all the uh, email from people about there's a drunken announcer saying, Ocala Speedway.
2: Is all that right, you? you no, he's at East Bay Raceway Park. And not only that, hey, man. he's he's on tonight with uh, Buzzy
1: Rudiman. He's at everywhere. What's up, yeah. Scotty Mack and Buzzy Rudeman? get
11: these tracks, man. It's too, it's too much fun.
1: Yeah, you've turned into a real dirt dauber these days. I suppose now you want to go hang out with guys like Buzzy and tell them you've been watching dirt races your whole life, huh? You know,
11: the crazy part about it is, is Buzzy and I used to go up and down the road doing that swim Jim series and doing the Hooters Broke Up deal and.
1: So you couldn't no, lie to him.
11: Cool places, man. Never do you let me know, oh, yeah, by the way, man, there's this other really cool race in the do all the time. And so now, I've, now I'm hooked, man. I got this dirt fever. It, it's all over me, man. I'm made up with it. So, yeah, yeah I'm in a drunken stupor constantly.
1: And Buzzy, Buzzy give you plenty to talk about when he's racing out there.
11: Buzzy's the show, man. I mean, Buzzy is the show. And, and the cool part about it is, it's not that he's just out there for show. I mean, dude, he is hes dominating this year, and that's what I want to talk to him a little bit about and ask him. I asked him while we were off air. I said, man, he looks like you're having a lot of fun. I would ask him, obviously, the Winter Nationals didn't go quite like he was looking to, to have happen for him, but, man, he turned it around here as, for the season opening here at East, East Bay 2008. Now he's going to come up to Ocala this Friday night for the first time out, and the opening will modify there, so... Just trying to get some of his feelings and
12: thoughts about how the season's going so far. Oh but, hey, hey,
1: Am I on now? Yeah, uh, Buzzy, <laughs> sorry sorry about all that, but uh, yes, uh, Buzzy Rudiman, uh, he is on with us. Uh, uh, Buzzy, uh, how you doing, man?
12: Oh, we're doing just fine tonight. Uh, down here tinkering around with my car a little bit, see if I can make it go a little bit faster, you know, on the <laughs> second there Saturday night. I needed about another, another half a car length there, so uh, you always have... To a race car I found out is is never completely done. It's just time to go race it. So you, <laughs> you load it up
1: and go. So uh, you were a tooth off the other night. Is that it?
12: Yeah, we don't. We wouldn't. We wouldn't. We was off just a little bit there. We we. Yeah, uh, you know it goes back to the deal there where I, I looked so bad in in the nationals down there. I had high hope for this this brand new car that David bought for me, and. uh one of the reasons I'm going better, you know, David, he called up and gave me an alternative. He said, Dad, he said, I bought you this brand-new car. He said, now listen, he says... The seat belts are adjustable in that car. If you don't start producing, you might have to come out of there, and I'll put some young guy in there. So It's
1: amazing it's amazing how everything goes around in circles, doesn't it?
12: Tell you what, you know, everything I've ever got onto him about, it seems like it always comes back to me. So you have to watch out what you tell these kids nowadays.
1: Hey, Buzzy, it's a good thing you weren't too hard on him, right?
12: Yeah, there you go. That's what I, guess it I guess I wasn't really too hard, but I don't know. It seems like... He never forgets anything I told him. That's the problem with the deal. <laughs>
2: it's, it's, Scotty, take it away. Tell, bring, bring, uh, bring us up to date on what uh, buzzy has been been doing up there at East Bay, and uh, and uh, take take over that deal. Well,
11: you know, I think the cool part about it is, like I said, Buzzy's not just, you know, he's not out there just running laps. He's he's dominating out there, and it's like he said. I think he, maybe in a couple more laps, he probably would have won that race. But it's like I said, Buzzy, he's starting back there in fourth and fifth place, and he's charging through the field. And, brother, that's a competitive, competitive field out there. And I, I tell you what, know.
12: yeah, the the, the the class of the field at East Bay now, gosh, all of the guys have got some really good cars, and uh, it, it, it's quite competitive. You know, with, with the rules they have with the engine rule and the tire rule and the two-barrel carburetor deal, <clears throat> you know, the, the, it's... It, the guy has to be up on the wheel to to to, to get to the front, and uh, I'm, I'm very you know very pleased with with the with the car we we made. Like I say, made some changes to it and they come around, and it it's handling real well now. When a when a car handles good, then it, it, it makes a driver look a lot better too.
11: <laughs> right. you couldn't look any better than you guys have been looking, and I know your crews working hard for you back there. I mean, but you know the coolest part about it was, and, and once again, it's, it's easy for me now to look back. But you know, in, in this dirt race, and they don't have spotters, they don't even have mirrors, they don't have anything. And then the guy that actually won the race and beat Buzzy, and you got to think, man, he how excited is he to beat literally the legend? And that's what we everybody calls him <laughs> is the legend. If you don't believe it, just ask him. No, I'm kidding. I say that with all respect. But I, literally, the guy that beat Buzzy is totally
3: deaf can't
11: hear a thing and he beat buzzy Rudman. so you got that's i mean that's just even one more added aspect of this whole race deal. Is man the guy that beat him is totally deaf and can't hear anything so uh,
12: right he's, that was really cool he's really good you know the, the yeah the shit, he's really really good i know that I ran against him the last couple of years and he has improved tremendously and uh I think he must feel the vibrations of the car. So that that, that could mean, means a lot.
3: Yeah, I don't I
11: think... Mean, it's, just, it's crazy when you think, like I said, no radio, no spotter, no mirror. And then he, on top of that, he can't hear anything. So, yeah, it's like they said, he obviously feels the vibrations. But, man, the vibrations right now are got to be coming. That double zero team, man, you all got it tuned
12: up. And like I said, you're in the points lead at East Bay in here, and I know it's only week two, but still, it's a great way to start off the year. I tell you, I'm, lo- I'm looking looking forward to coming up to Ocala Friday night, though, to run the show up there. The, la- the last time I ran Ocala, well, it was a pavement, and I ran an uh, open-wheel modified there, uh, and uh, David seems to have that track he says, yeah. he, I told him the other night, I said, I'm going to go to Ocala and race. He said, you know, I own Ocala. Now. He <laughs> says, I own Ocala. And I said, well, I'll tell you what, the last race I ran there was a 125-lap open-wheel modified race. And I think I ran around there about 125 <laughs> times, and I never went in the same line twice. So <laughs> so I don't think Ocala is my best track. So it, it's going to be a challenge for me to get up there and and see if I can find the groove that david left up there somewhere what
1: about when it was dirt before buzzy you didn't race on it when it was dirt I, before
12: i only ever raced just one time when it was dirt uh david was uh david was up north uh running a show up there and so i sneaked his car out of the shop and took it there <laughs> 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 and uh, he said i remember you taking my car up there you won the heat race but you only run like fifth in the feature so uh <laughs> so uh, i uh i've got to get up there and, and get some laps on that track uh I hope the weather holds up for us this week. Boy, that uh, that last couple of rain out there, I, w- I was all set to go this past Friday night uh, or this past yeah, week, and, and so I, when it rained out, I just jumped in the car and went on to Atlanta with the where, and watched David run up there. But uh, but uh, so we'll we'll get up there this, this this Friday night and see what we can do.
3: Yeah.
11: Uh, the, the cool part about it is, it looks like you guys. We talked about earlier. Are having? It looks like it said Like I said, I know Winter Nationals didn't quite go what y'all were looking for, but the rest of the year, you guys look like you're, you look like you're having fun. Even with second place finish, y'all are. Oh.
12: You look like you're yeah, having a blast. Yeah, that's that's what you know. I, I don't. I don't. Think any of us ever going to get rich doing this, this <laughs> little short track race? Day. So you might as well make it fun, and, and I really, really am enjoying myself uh, out there. The, the guys, there's, there's not many um, accidents. The guys are all running a, a good, clean mm-hmm. race, and it, it sure makes it a lot more fun.
11: And that is, and that is true. They, you know, they. I have to say, at first when I thought went up there, I thought, well, man, they're going to give Buzzy a lot of room because I mean he is the legend. But to be honest with you, man. They all want to. They all wanted to leave that track going. We beat. I beat Buzzy the tonight. So man, they're hard. They race him so hard, man. But
0: literally, but, you look
11: out of that back off of turn two, and all of a sudden, here comes that double zero car, brother, and he
12: is flying.
0: But doesn't that make it more fun when they're racing you hard?
12: Uh, I think they should 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 give a, a guy that's six, six years old a little bit more. <laughs> way that,
1: give you a lap head start, maybe. Is that what you want?
12: Yeah, 66 now. <laughs> I, I thought I, was, I thought it was somebody I read in the paper the other day I was 66. So I, I, I come here, I said, no, I'm only 65. But I added it up on my ad machine, and it come Whoa. out 66 for some reason over there. So I fell off a
11: <laughs> Man, if he can't get a doggone sponsorship from Triple I I don't know. They like, are no, literally. <laughs> and, you know, the, the cool thing about it, I will say this about Buzzy, um, is the cool thing about it is if if you want your kids to – if you want to emulate your kids to emulate somebody, literally, Buzzy is the person you could take him, take them to Buzzy. I mean, he charges some money. Drop their kids off because Buzzy has been a gentleman's proof ever since I've ever known.
1: Buzzy's preschool. <laughs> yeah, he is,
11: yeah, he is preschool. But now, Buzzy,
1: I got a five-month-old. Are you ready? <laughs> oh
11: man! Yeah, and it's like I said. The, the cool thing about it is, that Buzzy is a true gentleman on off the track. He is just. He is the uh, if. He is the person, if you could emulate somebody, he is the person that you would do. And, uh, you know, I think everybody that, that, that's ever met Buzzy knows and, and respects Buzzy, you know, and that's the cool part about it. If you can go to a cuff race, everybody knows Buzzy, and they all want to talk to him, you know, and he's just the same there as he is at East Bay. It's just the coolest thing in the world to, to see that and to be around that. And, and, Buzzy, it's been cool to even know you. And now, like I said, man, you come back to East Bay and dominate out there at whatever age. I don't really care. I, like I told Jack earlier today. So far, I know we, we've got a couple races left to go. You're definitely the driver of the month so far. Oh boy! In my book,
12: sounds, sounds sounds like sounds like fun. You know, as you go through life, if you, if you treat everyone like you you would like to be treated, it, it it comes back to you and it works works out real good for you. Well, don't just... see
11: that a lot nowadays, though, Buzzy. That's for sure. But I tell you, if if uh, if the kids could do anything, like I said, just Learn from from somebody like Buzzy, and 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 just take as much as you can from him. And the guys that are at East Bay do just that too, because like you said, they race you hard. But it's good, clean racing out there. Nobody's nobody races dirty or does. I haven't seen anything like that right. so far.
12: Oh, no, it's really, and, really, really. And and, and uh, like you say, you you got to be up on the wheel to to you get every ounce out of the little the cars you can because of the, everybody's running so good good there this year. It's really. Uh, Really, and track conditions have been good at East Bay, too. Uh,
11: and Todd and them have done a fantastic job. Right. I mean, that track, every time I go there, it is so well prepared.
12: Right? Now, now, now I, I understand that the uh, Ocala track were, held up really good for the first time it had been run on, too. That's for the first
11: time there, I have to say, they were very, very happy. It got uh, a couple of ruts over in turn four, I think. That, um, that But, you know, to be honest with you, at first, I, as, as a fan, I was thinking, "Oh man, those ruts, but when you see as a fan, you
12: see those cars, man, they don't lift. That's the cool part about it. Just ruts, no ruts. Oh, well,
3: it's fast.
12: Matter.
3: It's fast. fast.
12: Mm-hmm. Uh, you're, you're just, you're, you're a few little ruts and little holes, that just makes it a little bit more interesting, you know? <laughs> like I, I told my crew chief, uh, Terry Peter, there tonight. He says, Now, if that locale gets rough, you take it easy on the car. And I said, Well, the fastest way is just go right through the middle of the hole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that's that,
11: obviously that's what everybody that's the, everybody's thought is just keep it mad because that's all they do.
1: Hey, bu- Buzzy, the tractor tires are still there.
12: Oh no!
11: <laughs> yes, the yes. tractor
1: tires are still there that were there when it was asphalt. They're still there, and uh, I think they uh, they they can do some carnage to you. But uh, I believe you'll have a good time there, and I think that uh, you'll think it looks fantastic as a dirt track. And uh, I'd say that David probably wants to show up and run it as a dirt track again with something as soon as he can get a chance to. He probably will.
12: Right? He told he told me the other day. See, I have his his modified down here too, and he says that he says you get my car ready to go. Uh, and he said, as soon as I get a break, he says I'm going to come down and and show you how to get around Ocala. So uh, I'll I'll keep you posted when he's got an open date there, and we'll we'll get him down there some Friday night, and and, uh, maybe I'll have to show him how to get around Ocala.
0: Oh, yeah, Yeah. let us know. That would be a night I I definitely want to make my way up there.
1: I think that he is uh, one of the kings of Ocala for sure, uh, David is, because he did well when it was dirt, and I remember when they made it asphalt, I ran one of those first James Powell memorials there. And, uh, Dave was like, yeah, just do this, do this, and do that. And sure enough, man, uh, went right around the racetrack. <laughs>
12: yeah, he, he likes the, the, the layout of the, of the track. And matter of fact, I was quizzing him the other night on that. Like, David now says, so start with number one. Well, which way do you go? Which way do you, do you go in low or do you go in high? And so he was, he was explaining to me how to do it, but, uh, I don't know if I can remember all that or not. Just
1: drive into one as hard as you can. (laughs)
12: Just go wide. And
1: (laughs) And be careful when you get to four. (laughs)
12: Yeah, yeah, that's usually the case. (laughs) Well, I
11: tell you, it's been, you know, these guys, if you're anything, if it's anything like East Bay, and it has been, it was the first night, you know, and and as that track comes in and as they race more fun, it obviously it's going to widen out. But if it's anything like the first night, but, I mean, at East Bay, bus is used to that. It's three wide all-turn four, brothers. You can't. You don't know until the last, not to the final turn, and they're just three wide, and I'm telling you, they're digging from all the way back.
1: Ocala's got it best because it is the cleanest dirt track you'll ever go to, because mm-hmm. the pits are all paved. I mean, it's like going to the Daytona of dirt tracks. Oh,
12: that, that's that's good. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, they paved the pit, so that should make it a lot, lot nicer to work work on,
1: and you'll hardly even get dirty
12: right <laughs> uh, i don't know i, I think think we've half a day cleaning the mud off my meat bay I, I, I think i'm building me a track out back here you
1: <laughs> can sell that dirt back to them you know
12: yeah i'm gonna keep a, get a load of it and sell it back to far the door when i get done
11: uh,
1: exactly
12: yeah you, you
11: get some money that way maybe that, that's the way you get some money out of it. but no I, i've been selling <laughs> out some money here left and right the buzzy lately here we're coming across those uh start finish lines with the checkers and the seconds and like I said, point leading the points in the second week at East Bay and you know, I guess got you gotta tip your hat to somebody like Buzzy who comes out there and, and he, you know, these guys some of these guys out there do they're serious. I mean they they do test they're really serious. When you look over at Buzzy's crew, brother, they're over there having fun.
1: And but Buzzy's serious because he'll be out of a seat if he yeah. don't do good, see? Yeah.
12: Like I, say, I, yeah. I have to produce here, I'm telling you.
1: So who else <laughs> is helping you there, Buzz, besides, uh, you know, uh, David with the car? Who else is helping you? <laughs>
12: oh, i am tell you what, I, they, they they, all keep an eye on me. <laughs> Buzzy, who else, who else is on your crew out there? Oh, on my pit crew? Yeah. Well, I have, uh, you know, of course, I call him my crew chief, Terry Peters. He he does uh, a, a lot of the work on the car during the week while I work on other customers' cars and and uh, answer the telephone. Fifty times a day, to for people <laughs> won't know what David's doing. You know, Mondays is really pretty rough. Cause I, I bet. That, why didn't David do this or why didn't he uh, do that? But uh, that, that's that's part of the deal. There, you
1: love that, don't you? But,
12: well, I love that. And then then Donnie Reed, he yeah, he's been with me for gosh twenty five or thirty years. Donnie <laughs> has, and uh, he drives that street stock number 07 out there at East Bay. And, another
11: tre- another tremendous series out there, man. Those street stocks. I- Oh, I mean, I used to sit there and go, dude, the hobby stocks. You gotta be kidding me. The hobby stocks at ease Bear off the hook, brother. I'm telling you, they're crazy.
12: Yeah, it's they, insane. They got a good feel of those out job, there. They're they're getting really competitive. Those guys are. They? They, they they have a real go at it. And
2: uh, Buzzy, I tell you, you got you got to remember the truth of the matter. Though here is that it wasn't that long ago. But Scotty didn't want to have nothing to do with them dirt. <laughs> That's right. That's I ain't going right. to let you forget that, man. That's right. Yeah, yeah he, it, it,
12: like you it, say, he, he had never even seen a dirt track whenever we were riding up and down to all races going to those all-pro shows and stuff, you
1: know? Ever since I he just, met?
12: Yeah, who wants to go in there and get all dirty, man?
11: already yeah. dirty enough at the asphalt track. Who wants to go in there?
1: Listen, Buzzy, he was he felt right at home with all those Northerners that came down for the Winter Nationals. <laughs> he was spending the night with them inside their motor homes and everything
12: <laughs> yeah, well I think he's been converted over to a, a dirt track <laughs> it, just, it makes me
11: wonder how I ever did really watch some of the other races although I will say that Bristol if you ever get a chance Bristol is definitely a great place to go watch yeah. a race at and I don't care what they're racing that's, it's a great place to go watch a race that's And that's
12: quite a deal yeah David David was a little bit upset doesn't I? because it rained because he, he was a uh, A tenth of a lap quicker than the the two guys at one, and he was running them down. He said, I don't know what I'd have done with them when I got to them because Kane was running on the outside and and the other the 07 car there, he was running on the bottom. He said, I don't know what I'd done with them, but he said his his car was quicker than those. So that, that would have been interesting if it had went the rest of the way.
1: Just a couple laps, if that caution would have come out a couple laps sooner yesterday, it would have kept him there on the lead lap.
12: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I never realized that track position is so important on uh, on that uh, Cup Series race. Uh, having to start in the back like that, and 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 then uh, you get a get a lap down because the leaders can run and you know with with no traffic there, and uh, it, it makes it a uh, makes it rough. But uh, he's looking forward to, to going to Martinsville uh, next week because now and now he doesn't have to be a go or go home. Sweet, that that's, that, that's a, a load off.
1: Where's of the he at? Right there. Where's he at? What place?
12: Uh, he's in 25th uh, spot now, 25th or 26th in the points now. So.
1: That's beautiful, man. That's he, great.
12: He's only like 50 points out of the top 20, so uh, that, 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 he's, he's looking to get
1: in the top Oops. 20. Hey, Buzzy, wh- How about Dakota Stevens? What do you think about Dakota Stevens?
12: Oh, he's a, he's a sharp little driver, I'll tell you. He he, uh, he he can he can get the job done.
1: Yeah, we talked to him a little bit earlier in the show, and I said, "Now, Dakota, I hope that you listen to the show because I'm going to ask Buzzy Rudiment about you because he brought up the fact <laughs> that you guys are buddies." And uh, I told him that he he ought to stay friends with you because you're a good guy to know.
12: Uh, there you go. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He, he he's good. He uh, he. I didn't know that he he drove drives those sprint cars and everything there. So uh, he's very versatile, you know, in, in different uh, in different type cars. So that. Uh, that's a plus on on his side there.
1: Yeah, he's 16. He's got over 10 years' experience already.
12: <laughs> well, in about 40 years, he'll catch up to Buzzy's
11: experience. So there you go. <laughs>
12: yeah, I, I, somebody asked I drove my first race when I was 13 years old. So, uh, you know, I've been, been going around a few laps.
0: <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. Laps. I tell you what guys, Scott, Buzzy, it's been great having you on uh Inside Florida Racing tonight. And Scott, looking forward to uh we'll see you up at uh up at East Bay coming up on April fifth. When I come up there.
2: April fifth.
0: Yeah, April fifth we're coming up there.
2: And and I wanna remind yeah. our I wanna remind our listeners that last year at the Snook River Grill we had uh the mm-hmm. Rudeman family yeah. night. Yeah. And uh Buzzy and uh and the whole gang was there. David, of course, was with us by phone. But uh, that whole whole two-hour show is uh, two and a half hours, I think, is available on Real Racing USA. You can still go uh, log on into our. I think it's in the special events section. If it isn't, we'll make sure it's there. But you can still go listen to that show. And would
11: you say, Jack, it's still one of the most listened-to shows?
2: Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Well,
11: a year later, you know, a year I,
2: later. I would like
1: to. Uh, Have David come on our Inside Florida Race and Monday night show sometime. We haven't got to interview him. His old buddy Bonehead here hasn't ever got to interview him on the show. Uh, (laughs) That would uh, be neat. Buzzy, uh, make sure when you talk to David, you tell him his old buddy Bonehead is uh, still down here rooting for him. And uh, I love watching him every week, man. I I, I just, uh, I really say, you know, I try to tell all these drivers that we talk to, you know, you got to work hard at it. You got to struggle at it because only a few survive. David survived he's there. Tell me what you think about Eric Amarola.
12: Oh, boy, he did an excellent job this this week. Boy, I didn't, you know any time you get out of Bristol and, and keep all the fenders on the car, you you've done an excellent job and so he he really did a, a great job this year. I think I, I think he's going to do a, pretty good. He got, you know, Mark Martin coaching him there a little bit uh and uh, I think he, I think he's going to going to have a good year. only I wish I wish they'd let him run every week, you know. That that that's uh
1: he probably does too.
12: Uh, yeah, I gotta be a, a plus for him, but that, that'd really help out. But uh, no, he he did it, did an excellent job this week.
1: All right, well uh, keep us updated what's going on, and we'll have you on again. And good luck out there, you know. Keep those wins because I don't want to see you lose your ride. <laughs>
12: yeah, I'll, 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 I'll keep giving. You it. know,
1: Daryl Waltrip, he's looking for a ride all the
2: time.
12: <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All
2: righty. Well, hey, thanks for having me. All
12: right. All right. Uh, bye. Take it easy. We'll talk to y'all later. All, All right. right. Okay. Bye, bye. Scotty. Bye, guys. Hey, it was great. bye, man.
2: Buddy. Hey, hey, Scotty. You Bef- believe it. Hey, Scotty, before you go. Yep. Uh, I wanted to let you know. I don't know. Um, uh, we're gonna. I guess we'll just tell you now. You know, on the April April the fifth, United Dirt Late Models come over there. Oh, exactly, yeah. It's going to be broadcast on Internet television with uh, TV Showcaster. Real Racing USA is uh, sponsoring, and also Central Sheds and Trailers. So
1: no drinking that night. That's right. Yep, G- you've got
0: to stay oh, sober. Well, good you'll have a
3: TV host other than me, hopefully.
1: No, you've got the face for TV, you just, brother. You just never know what's liable no, to happen. Got the face for radio. No, that's a good thing about you, <laughs> McAllister, okay? I've got the face for radio. You have the face for TV. I got
11: the mouth for it. I, I, I can't wait to... You know, that's just one more added thing, because uh, the Dirt Late Mono series, not Dirt Late Mono series, has done a fantastic job when they came up to Ocala, a fantastic show. Um, they did a great job upstairs. It was run really well, really smooth. We're looking for the same kind of action down at East Bay, and man, that East Bay, the action you get down there is just unbelievable. Sh- and they call it the Clay by the Bay.
12: Clay by the Bay.
11: Literally. If he if he can't make any other race, come out and watch a race at East Bay at, at any night of in any month at any night. But man, if you can't make that April fifth race, because it's going to be packed, And so now,
2: halfway through the month of March, uh, you've got uh, you're, you've got uh, Buzzy Rudeman nominated for the Pandora How many Jewelers wins? Uh, driver yeah, of them. I How can, many wins? Yeah. How many wins has he got so far?
11: One. He's got two. He's raced twice, and he's got one win and okay. one second.
1: All right. Well.
2: There you all have right. it. There's
1: uh, somebody that's uh, Scott's already thinking about
2: nominating, and uh, all right, Scott. Now that
1: I now that our man crashed his truck to up, to
2: what's to he, to to. he gonna do? What's that, Scotty? <laughs> hey, he'll probably finish that last auto
1: Now that I've... No, man, get You didn't jinx him. Don't worry about it. Ain't got nothing to do with you. He don't
0: want to lose that ride. That's right. He's got all the motivation he needs.
10: I truly do believe that
11: you could take half those NASCAR drivers and put Buzzy in any one of those seats, and I bet you he would finish
1: better than any of those guys would. No, no, listen, let me say... I truly do believe that. No, he would, and listen, uh, you may not... You you should realize it, that he raced quite a bit on asphalt in different classes, and uh, I raced an asphalt late model against him and David at the same time, uh, many times out at Sunshine Speedway. Um, So, uh, yeah, I think you're right. Um, I just think that... uh, he likes the feeling of that modified out there, and he really does well with it.
11: I think after being in that, I think it, you know, it, it was it's like a comparison, you know, of driving a Hooters broke-up car. It's just big and heavy, and I think it's kind of probably the same way. He probably thinks the same way about those cars. Like, that's a big, old, heavy car. Let me just go get my dirt car out and sling this thing around here. It's just weird seeing a, such a small, diminutive man. Get in that car and wheel
1: it. Like, you know, I mean, he is just
11: like, there's no tomorrow. Say goodbye,
2: Scott. He's up
0: on the wheel. Bye, Scott. See you later,
2: man. See ya. Take it easy, Scotty Mac.
0: We'll see you April 5th. Looking forward to that. It's going to be a good, good, good race. Yes, it was. a really interesting. and You know, I, I think you're right, Bonehead. I, I think that this show offers a lot to, like, new drivers. A lot of these young drivers should really listen because I think they learn a lot. You Where know? else do you get
1: to talk to a legend? Like, listen, when Buzzy Rudiman goes to the NASCAR races, Daryl Waltrip and those guys talk about him, that he's there. Because he's a legend. He's a legend in not only our state, but all the way up the coast on this side, mm-hmm. on the East Coast. Um, the guy's won he's won races that he can't even remember, okay yeah. and that's a lot when you win so many you can't remember and uh, um, his son david is, has been great for the sport he represents us well um, when I say us it's because I'm from Zephyr Hills. <laughs>
0: He's one of your homeboys, huh?
1: Listen, man, I know where Buzzy goes and eats breakfast every morning, okay? Buzzy answers a lot of questions come Monday morning. He goes into a restaurant, and everybody there, he's basically got to stand at the pulpit and tell everybody what happened. So um, that's a big deal, you know? That's why I, I like to see, like, Scotty Crockett, man. If Scotty Crockett can go... And take some of this good luck that he's had and, and put it in them trucks. You listen, you win a couple truck races.
2: You never know what can happen, man. Yeah. That's
1: right. Hey. You never
2: know. But I'll tell you what the Goodyear Challenge, the fast car Goodyear Challenge late model series opened this past week. Mm-hmm. New Smyrna Speedway. Oh. And uh, AJ Corelli got the first win.
0: Oh, wow. He's What's happening, AJ? How you doing? Congratulations. I'm good. How are you guys?
2: Man, we're
1: doing great. Doing great. Uh, just got off the phone with Buzzy Rudiman. You know, that's a tough act to follow.
13: Absolutely. I mean, he's a, he's, a, he's not just a Florida track legend. I mean, he's a legend all across the country. So, uh, that's uh, that's some big shoes to follow, that's for sure.
1: So, AJ, uh, tell us about the race, uh, you know, the, the field and where you started and uh, how you arrived at uh, being the first one to the checker flag.
13: Well, I mean, fortunately, we qualified first. And um, much dismayed of the I mean, everybody likes to see a good invert, but... Luckily, I drew a zero, so we started on the pole, and um, you know it was pretty. We had some scary moments. Brad May was in second, and um, Daniel Keene obviously finished second. But um, we had a we had a just a phenomenal car the whole race, and um, it was pretty much just, just smooth sailing through the whole race. Um, we had a couple red flags, but other than that, it was um, it was pretty uneventful from the from the leaders position.
2: It wasn't uneventful for somebody if there was a couple of red flags. My goodness. How did you get into
1: uh, racing, AJ?
13: Um, Well, to be honest with you, my dad used to drag race, and we were going to get into that when I was about 15 or 16. I raced go-karts since I was about 10, and um, we decided to go. It was either going to be drag racing or or obviously late models, and I just couldn't see the point of going from point A to point B in eight seconds and not doing it anymore. So Um, we raced go-karts from when I was about 10 or 11 until I believe we got our first race car when I was 20, and we went straight into late models. And um, we run limited late models around the state for the last. This will be my fifth year.
1: How old are you? I'm 25. 25. Yep. Uh, name Corelli sounds familiar. Well, what's your dad's name? Alan Corelli. Alan Corelli. Huh. Not a name you see a lot, but it sounds familiar to me. Uh, so cool. Uh, so uh, you gonna run the whole season with the uh, you, with the uh, late models challenge?
13: Yeah, we're gonna run the whole the whole Goodyear Challenge series, and we're gonna try to make it over to Soto as much as we can. And just like a lot of the late model drivers in Florida, we're trying to work on a dirt late model deal. Uh, <laughs> actually, actually, you had him on a couple of weeks ago, Shane Williams. Um, he's right here from Volusia County. He's just, he lives about 30 miles from me. So I'm trying to... Uh, That's
1: trying the Pandora to- driver of the month, Shane Williams. Yeah, Shane Williams.
13: Yeah, and actually, he won, I believe he won Saturday Night at Volusia also, because I, I talked to him today. And um, I think Man. we're going to go test either at the end of this week or possibly next week, and um, possibly start racing dirt late model a little bit more than pavement car.
1: Well, he's on fire, so he'd be a good guy to uh, learn something
0: from. Yeah, I mean, you think? I mean, he's, <laughs> oh yeah, he could tell you all about Ocala.
3: Yeah,
13: exactly. That's very true. I mean, right now he's him and Evan are probably the two best dirt guys in the state. So, um, you know, if I can learn anything from him, that'll be a that'll be a big advantage towards me.
2: A- AJ, y'all had 22 cars starting at uh, that race over there, which uh, for these days. At least this time, so far this year, that's a pretty good field of cars uh, for late models or even superlates, for that matter. But uh, what what kind of motors are the guys running in this Goodyear Challenge?
13: Um, they're pretty much just like the superlates models. They, they, they build those spec motors now. Um, they can run a 654 barrel. I'm not sure of all the motor dimensions, but they have right around 500 horsepower. And it's, this was actually our first race with one of the spec motors. We normally ran the, just the built-up two-barrel motors, but... Um, they're actually the spec motors are a little bit better, so you know I'm sure you've heard in the last couple of weeks the old motor war situation. It's not just in the Supers.
2: No, we like hadn't heard of that. <laughs> what what what, what <laughs> can you tell us about that, AJ? <laughs> yes, if you've heard, we've been the ones
1: in front of it.
13: Yes, I don't want to get into
1: all That's <laughs> I mean, good. Just,
13: luckily, we've got the backing where we can just go get one if we need.
1: What to. happened to the crate motors, so that we're running in that series? Did they do away with them?
13: No, I mean you could still run the same. Uh, the fast car officials they allow the um the asa cars to come race with us with a weight break and all that stuff um so i mean you can you can either run you know the asa car the spec motor with the four barrel or you can run a built barrel. yeah right now it just it seems that the, the spec motor with the four barrel is the way to go um as of now
2: so it looks like you're you're comp, you, you guys at the top i'm looking at the the top finishing order now other than joe Winchell, i mean he, Joe must have had some bad luck. I don't know what happened, but uh, he was down at the finished 18th. But uh, yourself and Daniel Keene, Jessica Murphy, uh, Rich Clouser, I mean, uh, uh, you guys are who? You guys are going to all are running for the championship, no doubt. I'm sure Brad May isn't. Uh, he, he's going to be there too. So it's going to be tough, huh?
13: Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, Joe was actually. I believe he qualified third or fourth, and. Yeah, of course he had a phenomenal speed week. He actually running second. I guess he broke something in the rear end, or I'm not sure what happened. But he was he was running second for a while. But um, I mean, also there's a young guy named Darren Brown. He qualified second. I think he got spun out, and he's going to be. Um, I, I honestly think there's five or six cars that can win any weekend or can win the championship. So I mean, to sit on the pole of the first race and lead all 100 laps, it was kind of a, a excellent way to start the season.
2: Yeah, the Goodyear Challenge. You win that. Uh, uh, that's uh, quite an accomplishment. Uh. The fast car, a Goodyear Challenge Series.
13: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that that I mean, DeSoto has a great thing over there. Just you know, I just can't stand um, staying at one racetrack, and running ten races at one racetrack. I would rather race around the state, and that proves you know who's the best driver from track to track. That's right. I mean, it's, it's a big feather in my hat.
0: How
1: many tracks do they go to?
13: Um, I believe there's five or six. I mean, you get all the fast car tracks. I think that in DeSoto and um, Lakeland, of course.
0: Well, AJ, do you have any um, sponsors that you want to acknowledge, people that are really helping you and supporting you?
13: Yeah, I mean, of course, um, you got Countryside Village in Tallahassee, the mobile home park in Tallahassee. Also, Lazy J Mobile Home Park, which is over in Fort Myers.
1: You're taking advantage of the mobile home parks, aren't you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> what are you, what a, what a, what a, a landlord? No, just kidding. No,
13: actually, my dad is. <laughs>
2: <laughs> there you go.
13: To too see, funny that's that's the biggest thing you got to have a family business involved
2: and, I,
1: absolutely uh, you got to have an angle man. <laughs> absolutely
13: <laughs> exactly I mean, without without those businesses you know we couldn't go go ahead tell, tell me tell
1: it. tell us the rest of the parks that are on there
13: um that's it actually there's actually one more in Cocoa called cypress strand mobile home park
6: <laughs> i love it so I love of it.
13: course there's just one big person jimmy cope i mean this is his first race running his motors and um he was there to help us and he built me a phenomenal motor and you know he gave me a bunch of advice though.
1: So. all right now hold on a second he built you a phenomenal he built you a phenomenal spec motor okay
2: <laughs> oh boy rob okay rob leave aj alone he's not <laughs> gonna
1: <laughs> no,
0: get now we're not gonna get into motor wars yeah, right? you can do that tomorrow yeah, it's just rub that one in there because the internet is going crazy
13: in about an hour
1: i know well that's good uh <laughs> hey man i love jimmy cope man he's uh part of the reason i'm racing today too you know uh Going and watching him race, and uh, I'm glad to hear that he's at least one of the guys that can put one together. I guess Jimmy knows what's inside of him.
13: Exactly.
2: Uh, AJ is. Uh, I see uh, Jerry Simons is on this uh, list. He finished 20th. Do you know if he's running the series? Do you, do you know if um, he's?
13: I I honestly don't know. I know they're going to run um, all the races in right right right. Smyrna and Orlando. Yeah. I'm not sure if they're going to travel around or what. Well. I know they had motor problems all day. Uh, but once, I mean, they're, he's been one of the best. I mean, he
2: He'll be hard to beat. Started. Of course, he's yeah, absolutely. he's one of the best modified racers yeah. in the state, no doubt. For years, yeah.
13: Absolutely. I mean, once he gets his, once he figures out late models, you know technology these days he'll
1: be once he gets his motor cheated up he'll be fast like
2: everyone rob knows. rob will you
0: quit it stop causing problems
2: i know i can't stand about? i can't stand it. aj we could take rob out but we, we just can't we can't
1: take him out in public i guess yeah. we'll be we'll have a claimer rule in these late miles before now listen in the class that you're running though your, your motor spec motors only cost about 10 grand though right
13: yeah, exactly. I, don't, I believe they're 10.4. That's great, man. I mean, that, that that's
1: is. affordable. You know, really, when you think about it, you can run a motor all year. And uh, I heard some stuff the other day about leasing of motors that goes on, Jack. And I think that's a that's a real good thing that could come with these spec motors. These spec yeah. motor guys actually leasing a motor, like in the Supers, for 9000 or something a year. And so if it blows up, you take it back or whatever, and they give you another one. I think all that stuff is, is in line with where late model racing needs to go. Um, we just need to be able to keep all these other guys out there racing. You know, whether it's a spec motor or a crate motor, and the super late models. You know, they got ten different motor packages. But I just hate to see people put them in the garage. But hey, so, listen, so, AJ. So your
2: next race is at Columbia Motorsports Park in the uh, in the uh, Goodyear Challenge, right? That's up at uh, at Lake City in the Columbia Motorsports Park on April 5th.
3: Yeah, yeah,
1: I
13: believe we've got three weeks and then we're up there. So hopefully we can keep our good luck going.
2: All right, man. Sounds
1: good, AJ. Uh, Good luck up there, and I hope that you uh, are the champion this year of that deal.
13: I appreciate your help. Thank you.
1: Nice to
0: meet you, AJ. Same here.
1: All right. Bye. Well, there you have it, folks. AJ Corelli won the inaugural race this year. Not the inaugural, but the uh, first race of the season at uh, New Smyrna, which... uh, The Goodyear Challenge. The Goodyear Challenge. They aired out, man. They aired out, and... uh, you know another series that can keep twenty two cars out there i mean that's a good that's a good class you know and uh, as the year goes on, they'll pick up more cars and um I guess we'll be seeing him uh at their races at the tracks they race five or six tracks as he said, and uh we'll see him at Soto
0: get a chance go check him out when they get here that'll be nice and close and easy to go uh but well, that was just so funny how you know you made yeah well, the... <laughs> you made the joke. <laughs> yeah, and Oh, we're parts. having too much fun tonight. This well, is this is a great show tonight. I told you all
1: racers are interesting in their own ways. Yep. They're all eccentric. And the, the things that we have to do to be able to attain the money to race, mm-hmm. you know, if people only knew what it took to get each certain car on the racetrack, if you could take video of that car the week before or two weeks before one of these big races and just see, keep a video camera on that car mm-hmm. like all that time and just see how much work goes in yeah to, to fixing these cars and you know it's not only in late model racing it's in every kind of racing when you see that street stock or that hobby stock or that car that's there no matter who they are well not it, all of them but it's the, the same thing of, like
2: with the drag racers yeah. we talked to and and, the, and even like the the harley all harley drag guys mm-hmm. same thing what they go
1: through yeah you, you have to go through a lot uh, and it takes a lot of drive to continue to do it and uh I always talk about when I first started racing, I had more of a drive to do it than, man, I'd be working on that car all the time at night. And I'd do whatever it took, you know, to be racing the next week. And I always tell people, you want to start racing, get you a a, a hobby stock car or a street stock car and run it every week at your local racetrack. And after that that one season of running every week that you did whatever it took to be back there... You'll know whether or not you're a race car driver or
2: not. Hey guys, we got uh, Kevin Macy hooked up here. Didn't Kevin win uh,
1: recently at, at Charlotte? Not too yeah, long I ago. Yeah, I think he won the yes. other night when uh, when uh,
2: Wayne Morris had so much fun with yeah, Randy Fox. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You won the night that uh, Randy and uh, and uh, Wayne Wayne went, Wayne went, went, we're having a go at it.
9: Yeah, uh, Wayne had what he had had a front uh, left front tire going down. I told my spotter, to tell his spotter probably 40 laps in the race i seen his tire was going down and
1: uh, yeah you knew that wasn't going to get rid of him
9: <laughs> <laughs> well i mean we're pretty good friends so i just wanted to make sure he knew you know and i you know i you know you hate to win a race that way i'd much rather like to race with him but uh, uh it was just unreal that he went that long on that tire being that flat
2: this past weekend how'd you do uh we
9: ended up third um okay. i you know i been trying to run with the super guys at Armandale, and it's you know, it's been pretty decent. And uh, I had never been down to Port Charlotte and uh, run with them down there, so I figured I'd give it a try not knowing how good to be able to do with a crate car, just a little bit bigger track, longer straightaways. And uh, it just, uh, you know, it ended up working out pretty good. It really wasn't too bad at all. So uh, it, it, was, it was good. We didn't tear nothing up and had a solid finish. That's about as much you can ask for.
1: Now, you know, uh, Kevin, I wanted to have you on the show tonight because we've been going through these motor wars, you know, and talking about different things with Wayne Anderson and he was complaining about the spec motor. And uh, I imagine Wayne's got some more complaints because he, he didn't have nothing for you the other night, you know, and um, they're trying to get to the point of uh, like trying to get the cost down in late model racing today. I don't think you can get the cost down any lower than you know, having what you've got, and uh, I don't think Wayne had anything for you the other night.
9: Yeah, you know, um, you know, I started out modified mini stocks, and I always told myself I'd never have a late model just because of the motor cost and just tire deal. You know, having to buy a set of tires, something I wasn't accustomed to buying a set of tires every race. And uh, so when the McRae motor come out, I was like, shoot, I'll do that, you know. And uh, it's really worked out good. And and you know, the biggest thing people are like, I don't know how do you run with the supers on on, you know. Uh, well, the crank motor, but what people don't realize is they come there, they go from a 750 to a 390 when they go to a short track and now they've got these adapter plates that they actually have restrictors down there and they restrict the motor so much and, you know, it's just like a, me and the tech guy were talking, you know, when I can get to the gas, I can flat foot it and go on with it versus them having to pedal it up off the corner and all that kind of stuff, so it really makes it pretty even, you know I mean, it, it's definitely hard to pass, it's hard for me to pass them because they're so much faster down the straightaway but it definitely makes them hard to pass me because I'm a little bit quicker through the corners, it seems like. So uh, working out pretty good. I've been happy with it having a good time.
1: Now, I, I noticed the other night off the corner, I mean, I've been watching your car race because I, I'm real into interested in the, these different motor packages, you know, that, that run out there. And uh, I have to say, man, that car all night, every lap for you ran consistently in the 20s, okay, all night. And uh, it pulled away from Wayne and all the horsepower he had, and he could even hook it. I didn't look like he was too squirrely, but, man, he couldn't do nothing with you. Now, right. have you taken it? I'd like to see you take your car to New Smyrna or to Lakeland and run one of them bigger races with that crate motor against them and see uh, what it really does. I mean, I I think that uh, the way your car runs out there, at least at Charlotte, um you know, in the right situation, any of them guys would have had a hard time passing you if you'd have been up front.
9: Yeah, we, uh, you know, I've been some of the bigger, we went and run the ASA Sput Lakeland, and I got killed there. I mean, just any of the ASA races, we've really struggled. I don't know what the deal is there. We, I mean, I finished ninth at Birmingham. That was the best. I mean, actually, that was the only ASA race I made even all year. I really? Got home, I got sent home twice, so, I mean, it's. Those guys are on a different level. I don't know what the difference is or, you know, what the deal is, but to come here and run competitive, spend half the money versus going to try and do that deal, I just decided to run locally this year. But, you know, uh, Eddie Hoffman that runs the North Series and the Challenge Series actually wrecked his super at Lakeland and run his crate motor in the super race, and he was running third at one time. Right. It started in the back, you know, and that really was impressive. But
2: uh, It was impressive to a lot of people.
9: Yeah. I mean, I was, I didn't know it till after the race. You know, after, right before our race started, I had no idea that that had even gone on. I was like, "You gotta be kidding me!" You know, and here I had a hard time keeping up just in the Great Motor race. But uh, yeah, I, you know.
2: So let me get this right. Now, did did you uh, did you say that you when you went to to race some of the ASA races, you you had a, a hard harder time than you do here with it? Oh
9: yeah, I got well. You know, I reckon qualifying at Bronx. We had something suspension wise and ended up reckoning qualifying and uh went to Cordell, got sent home, which at that point I had no points. People that didn't make the show if they had points they ended up making it, you know, the way they do their lineup's kinda crazy. But uh it what amounted to is I was faster than some guys but I didn't have any points so I got sent home and I ended up making the show at Birmingham. Just everybody made the show at Birmingham Right. running run a ninth. You know, the car really wasn't that good, just kinda I didn't run out of gas like everybody else did, and just process elimination. I finished ninth, but
3: uh, yeah,
9: I mean did, to be honest with you, I've had did, a lot better time around here.
2: Did you feel that when it, when you were run trying to run those races, qualifying and running the race, did, did you feel that you were you didn't quite have as much as some of them?
9: Yeah, yeah, you know, and there's a bunch of different you know deal. I feel like you know we got outrun motor wise. My I have a crate, GM crate motor, you know, just straight out of the crate and all these guys have these re- rebuilt motors and so i kind of blamed it on that but a lot of it is help you know i had a couple guys you know versus these guys showing six or eight guys you got tire impound you know it's a you're on a real rigid schedule when you go to one of the shows and right. uh, we just we were just shorthanded basically
2: are you going to do any this year
9: i don't think so um i kind of up my mind uh, the way the you know economy is business is slow and four, four uh, dollars a gallon for diesel. Uh, you know, it makes it real tough to go very far. So I pretty well, I'm going to nail myself down to running
1: Charlotte and uh, Auburndale where he really runs
2: well. well
9: yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I mean, you know, there between the two, there's 24 races there. So that's going to keep me plenty busy.
2: So what about like, like what would keep you, for instance, what would keep you from running the Goodyear challenge series?
9: Um, well, I've run a, I run Lakeland last year. Um,
2: or the Sun Belt, for that matter.
9: Well, yeah, you know, I'm not, you know, the Super guys, I mean, like I said, versus just being on a real short track. I may even try to go run Citrus a little bit with the Supers. You know, I don't know, but it's uh-huh. from the sun, belt, the sun Belt deal. You know, some of those guys, it, it just, when they really got the big motors, it, <laughs> it, it definitely is going to show up. But uh, the Goodyear Challenge, you know, I'll probably go to Lakeland with them. I went last year.
1: Now, what concessions do they give you against that, that spec motor? How, what do you get to run uh, lighter than them?
9: Uh, the super race?
1: No, uh, when you run the Goodyear Challenge.
9: Yeah, we're uh, we run. They've let us run ASA rules, so I'd be 2,700 pounds versus uh, Goodyear Challenge cars would be 2,900 pounds.
1: Now, what what does uh, Bobby allow for uh, at Charlotte um, when you run against the supers? How light can you be in percentage-wise and stuff like that?
9: Um. the super rules we get to be uh 2600 versus a super being 2700 and you know they give us 60 percent left by the time i get all the lead out of the car i can only have 58 right takes every piece of lead i got to get it get it that light so i mean we're only 58 left as
1: it is but uh i'd have to chop off a leg and arm to lose 100 pounds (laughs) yeah (laughs) 2600 man that would be rough to get a car down that light and still have some left side so uh uh, you know, I just think your car ran really good the other night. I think it runs good at Charlotte. I think you'd probably be smart, probably, to stick to Auburndale and Charlotte, and uh, it does well for you, um, Wayne, as well. Now, how much does that motor cost that's in your car?
9: Um, from GM, you can get them for about $5,200, and uh, that's no fuel pump, no water pump, and, uh, you know, it's just been an ongoing expense. They, You know, you've got to buy a $1,000 carburetor. And uh, then, of course, GM says that you can uh, upgrade your rocker arms to the 1/6 rockers. So that's another $350. And then they say, well, you can, now you can upgrade your valve springs. which well, That's another $205 or whatever it was from Phil Harper.
1: Did the new motors come with that? If you buy a new motor today, does it come with the st- updates on it?
9: No, uh-uh. All that's kind of an aftermarket deal that they don't come with. The valve springs are something that the uh, ASA engine builder researched, and he uh, you actually have to buy them through him. And the uh, the regular GM crank motor comes with one five rockers, and then you can purchase at uh, a GM dealership the uh, six rockers from them. So, uh, you know, I'd say I probably got 80. You, know, you can put the little balancer on the crankshaft, you know, which is another 300 $400. So, I mean, I probably got 8. $8,500 in the motor by the time we all got done with everything.
0: So Kevin, who are uh, some of the folks, some of the sponsors that are helping you along?
9: Um, that's probably a lot of the reason why I'm staying local. We don't have any.
0: Ah, <laughs> just, okay.
9: Uh, just me and my dad, you know, um, me and him are the only ones that work on the car on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. Um, I have an uncle that's been going with me helping. Uh, he used to race late malls years and years around here in this area so uh, he's been a pretty good help but uh
0: so it definitely makes it difficult for you to you know and it makes sense to stay at the local tracks when you don't have the major sponsors helping you out exactly which means yeah. we get the privilege of seeing you run again next month at uh, charlotte
1: oh, Well, he'll probably run twice because he, he can run the uh, he can run his car in both of them that's the good so, thing about so the, well,
0: on the 29th the late model 100 la- 100 yeah, lapper do- you can be there
1: yeah,
9: well, I'll be there on, on the 29th. I, I think um, also- Arbondale and Charlotte County have a super race on the 12th, but I'll be at Auburndale just because it's 20, 20 minutes from my house
1: versus
2: America. Yeah, you, I mean, you could switch back and forth between Auburndale mm-hmm. and, and Charlotte, and it's two good short tracks, and it's uh, two good uh, fan bases there to watch you do your thing, man. But
1: when the two promoters that own the tracks are so goofy they got a race on the same day, yeah. then he's going to pick the one closer to him, and that's an Norberdale. And that's always the best thing, support your sense. local track. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah except you, know, you,
9: you get together a little bit better on that, but it is what it is. I think that's the only one they have conflicting subjects. Yeah, I
1: think so.
3: Then we're good.
1: I was only kidding when I called them goofy. <laughs> we'll, send the, we'll send the scheduling police out and, uh, and talk to them. Yeah, there we'll get go. on them about that. But uh, they've done well in trying to keep that from happening, and uh, – you know, I want to say that uh, when you guys do show up, it's done Bobby well that you guys show up. I think you and Wayne, when you guys show up, you guys put on a good show.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, Wayne Morris, you know, he's been racing for so long, and uh, he's a good show. He's a show in himself.
2: <laughs> hey, Kevin, you know, though, we we, we got to get them like this next race you go to a Toronto, is there is there always this thing that if you have 21 cars, the purse goes up, or is that once just a one-time deal?
9: Um yeah I think I think it's 21 cars and and 3000 to win I think is what it is I,
2: and well, I'll be there at the
1: next one. Man, so we need to, we need to
2: make sure there's 22 cars man.
0: I'm going to
1: be there at the next one so that's going to be
2: one more car that'll be there.
0: Well <laughs> the next well on the 29th? We'll get
2: CeCe on the phone calling the drivers all over the state. Hey, we'll, give, we'll get the give cars me, there.
0: Give me the names and numbers I'll call them.
2: There you go. Yeah,
9: well that's the bad part I mean when we have when there hasn't been 21 we've been 18 19 20 you know, and it only takes a couple guys to come down. And
2: it's only a few
1: more, man. You know, it's always like that. The promoters—they're almost like uh, the, people the people that set up the people that set up the over and under, okay, in the games. They're
6: always no.
9: don't have to pick a magic number to know where it's at. You know, yeah.
2: So. Well, thanks for spending some time with us tonight, Kevin. And uh, keep up the good, uh, good racing, man. And uh, we love watching. It. Hey, Kevin.
1: And according to what you're saying, all those ASA <laughs> guys are cheating.
2: We love it. Thank you. I knew
1: it was true. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I didn't say that. <laughs> Talk to oh, you
1: later, man. We'll Appreciate it. Appreciate Kevin. that quote from you. <laughs> oh, nah, I'm just kidding. Hey, thanks a lot. Thanks a lot, man. Maker. And uh, Congratulations the other night and uh, good luck on the upcoming races. Uh, Kevin Macy, um, he did real well the Rob, other night. And, Rob, uh, you just couldn't leave it alone. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't no, leave it alone. He but he can't. It, but, you know, and in, in, in talking to him now, I mean, you start to understand that, you know, the, the crate motors themselves are... Uh, um, not so simple either. None of it's simple. It's all complicated. Just run with you brung. There's only a couple tracks that just it makes. Just have fun. Bigger. That's it. Have a good have time. Fun. Like Buzzy said, like Buzzy said, you gotta you gotta come to a point where you just kind of do it for fun. And uh, even though he's struggling to stay in that ride,
2: have,
0: this, this have week, fun and race clean.
2: This this weekend, Columbia Motorsports Park hosts the Florida Mini Stock Challenge Series and the Southern Sportsman Series. Big night for them. The Suncoast Street Stock, Outlaw Street Stocks, is at Charlotte? Are they? The,
0: they they are at Charlotte, uh, yep. as well yep. as we'll have open wheel modifieds at Charlotte this yeah. Saturday.
2: There's yeah. lots of good stuff going on yep. all over Florida now. I'm sure CeCe will
1: find her way up in uh, probably the press tower. Uh, uh, <laughs> Who knows where she'll be. Where will
0: CC be We
2: next? need to give her a Greyhound bus ticket and get her going around the state, man. Yeah.
0: Hey, you know what? It's too expensive. It would, it would Four help to a uh, fund the... Uh, I'd be able to go to more tracks if I had, had my own sponsorship I'll to pay for what, my travel.
1: Yeah. Get, we need to get a sponsor to pay our, our house payments, and then uh, we'll right. go travel. That's right.
0: <laughs> exactly.
1: <laughs> yeah, folks, if you would like to sponsor on the show, we'd love to uh, play some commercials for your business. Uh, give us a call. What's the number they can call us? Or
2: email, whatever, however you want to e- do send it. Send an email to feedback at... RealRacingUSA.com
1: Okay, folks, that's it. Uh, another great show. We went long, um, but we had a great show, man. Thanks to Buzzy Rudiman, uh, Dakota Stevens, Scott Walters, Kevin Macy. Uh, thanks, for Wicks. Wicks. Thanks, thanks for your Carol help, Carol Wicks. Miss Wicks, thanks for uh, your help.
4: Scotty Mack,
1: the uh, drunken uh, announcer at Ocala Speedway
7: and East Bay
0: everybody Race out race. there listening. Have a great Monday night. We'll talk to you out next
1: Scotty week. Crockett, uh, good luck uh, racing that Hooters Pro Cup car. Don't forget your buddy Bonehead when you're famous. <laughs> See
0: lessons at the racetrack.
7: round.